I'm good. Painkiller already, 498. Today we have Blame Truth and the Right Opinion, aka James. So uh, Kyle had surgery this morning. And oh, real quick, this yeah. episode of PKA is brought to you by Postmate <laughs> and ExpressVPN. But we'll talk about those great sponsors a little later. Okay. Uh, so yeah, jump into why Kyle, oh, our good buddy Kyle. <laughs> I love how that's followed by Kyle has surgery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Kyle had cancer on the tip of his eyelid. You guys know he had the one surgery already, and now they're taking a wider one to get more margins. Um, he's probably asleep right now. He told us that he was in pain and would probably miss the show. So thankfully, Blame Truth stepped up. He said he was so fucked up he couldn't text with his hands. And so he was just like text to speeching, responding to us, asking questions. And a lot of them just didn't make any sense whatsoever. So he's... <laughs> You know, he's hopefully having a nice night with those yeah. pills I gave him. Yeah. He had the best reply to me. I'm going to try and find it. Oh, I wrote, I look forward to hearing if you like the drugs as much as I do. And he said, baby, you know I like drugs more than you. Just <laughs> <laughs> true. But anyway, we can talk more about Kyle in a bit. Uh, the Right Opinion or James, thank you so much for coming on, man. I wasn't, I wasn't very familiar with their content, with, with your content, but Chiz told yeah. us about it last week. And so I did some... Some digging, some due diligence, watched it. You have some very high-effort documentary-style videos. That, that must take you yeah. fucking forever. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it does take me, take me a little while, for sure. Um, I can take some time. Takes not too long to script, actually. Normally, the most grueling process at this point is once you're editing it. Well, not I'm not, I'm not editing it, but once it's in the editing process, post-edit, then you're trying to arrange it all together and... I'm incredibly pedantic, so we're going through it and we're rectifying any errors. That's when it can get very, very mm -hmm. painstaking. I'm quite a fast researcher uh, and writer. I just tend to write down my thoughts in like a video essay kind of mixed with a spoken word style, and it just kind of like comes yeah. out on the page for some reason, and, and it works normally. Do you ever get like so, 10 hours into researching some on internet online YouTube pedophile and you just are like, what am I doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 I have I have moments of clarity um when I realize that I am truly insane. And what, um what's been the worst thing you've covered? Uh I'm not super familiar with your content. I was yeah. I kind of like was thrown in today, so I get a chance to check out anything, but oh Austin Jones, man. Austin that I one, had to huh? go uh, I had to go over his the legal case, the documents, and I had to uh, look at the actual like discussions between Austin and um, the the underage individuals. Can you fill they me were in for who he is and like what Austin? What his oh yeah, well Austin Jones. He's yeah, Austin Jones is this kind of musical artist, kind of very YouTube musical artist though. He was kind of your bedroom pop uh, boy. Um, wonder uh, had the very swished back blonde hair. Um, he was a good-looking guy. He was everything girls dream of. He's you know he's I'm gonna call him like 19 years old or something. Uh, James probably knows he, better. And he, he, he yeah, sang these like lullabies that 14 year old girls went bonkers over. Yeah, oh, he's in yeah. prison. Yeah, he's he's in prison now. And Ten what years. happened was. He got called out for a load of shit back in the day, back in 2015. People were uh, making Twitter threads and uh, 
basically they were trying to prevent him from getting any further traction, but nothing was done about it. And then he suddenly blew up even more because what he did is he started doing these like compilation acapellas. And what he'd do is he'd do very, very uh, multifaceted um, layers of just him doing all these different parts and then putting them in together medleys in a way. And they were very impressive, very impressive. And they blew up and suddenly he had even more um, younger individuals in his DMs and the content got even worse. And he had a terrible, terrible um, run in with the law in the end because he said and did some terrible, terrible things that uh, haunted me uh, he, for a while after. Did he meet girls like in person? Like, because I... Cause I... I remember that he would text them. He would ask for twerking videos and stuff like that. But and how old are these girls? Just I, I oh, know. they were thirteen, fourteen. Um, I think m- maybe is maybe younger, but I don't want to obviously say anything without certainty. But maybe I know they definitely. Yeah, they were definitely thirteen's <laughs> pretty young. Yeah, yeah. See, I like how yeah. uh, James, you're like, now I don't want to make him sound any worse than he is. That's me, though. That's me. I'm very, very cautious, and uh, yeah. so yeah. But they were they were very young, and it was awful uh, those conversations because they had them all laid out, obviously for the evidence, and it was very, very, very obvious manipulation. It was very condescending language, and he was kind of pandering to their fan style, like, oh, if you, you're a good fan, you make me, I've, I've had a really bad day, so all you got to do is send me these twerking videos. <laughs> uh, it's that kind of thing. What that kind dick. of thing. <laughs> yeah. Kind of <laughs> I've had a he rough was day. Nuts. Sent me child yeah. porn. Good lord. Exactly <laughs> that. It was <laughs> messed up. It looks like that's messed. what he got hit for is he pled guilty to the receipt of child pornography. And it sounds like what you're saying is he just, yeah, manipulated a bunch of kids. Yeah. He, he, used his, he used his like star power and standing to completely fucking manipulate them. Jeez. So did he like actually molest any kids or did they not? Um, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that he has ever been convicted or investigated for that though i no i don't think he has i'm pretty certain he hasn't i try try and move on from these topics once i've done them but i don't recall anything about that and um i think i would have uh if if he had so yeah, yeah i think it was all over i think it was all over online but back in 2015 he actually did make a video um maybe it was 2015 maybe it was a bit after but he made a video responding to these claims and he was like oh i he just he, he spent ages just going over his life story and all these family tragedies and um and then he just downplays it so awfully and i can't remember it all but it was probably one of the worst response videos ever but once again <laughs> because his audience at that time were very gullible there wasn't enough of a clear-hearted narrative against him it Mm -hmm. kind of just swept under the rug and he continued doing these shenanigans and in the end it just escalated to something even worse so so that was terrible shenanigans and became a felony yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) that do you ever worry that you're canceling a guy like this guy's a monster who we don't need to feel bad for right cut and dry Mm. it's okay Fuck this dude. 
But there are other yeah. people like like right now Shane Dawson's getting canceled, right? Mm. And if you guys don't know, Shane Dawson did kind of this like shock jock comedy five years ago. Um, I mm. think there was some blackface involved. I listened to a clip of him last night. <sighs> the story goes like this. Uh, I guess he's doing something for Instagram. This little girl, 11 years old, comes up to him and uh, she's like, what are you doing? This and that. He's he's like, she pulls out her big dick. She's got more Instagram followers than he does. It was like 125,000. I don't know how much that was back in the day. And then he describes her as this like sexy cheerleader, right? But the language he uses as if he thinks that she's hot, right? Not, oh my God, these creeps are following her. It's more like, like he like like he agreed with them is the way he did it. And I don't know if he's a creep or if he's pretending to be a creep and it just fits in this like shock jock thing that he's trying to do or like I have a hard time interpreting it, right? And I view it through yeah. my own lens, which is I've said a lot of fuck nothing that bad, but I've said my own fucked up shit on this show and I'm like, yeah, you know, sometimes yeah. people act like goofs to get attention on social media. And it depends what, like, I, I'm not familiar with that guy at all. I don't think I've ever really watched his content. But, like, what's jumping out at me as an example of, like, a shock job pedo thing is Jim Norton's uh, character, Uncle Paul, for decades on the Opie and Anthony show, every time, you know, some gross story about pedophilia would come up, he would pretend to be his pedophile character, Uncle Paul, where he'd be like, sure, well, she's asking for it. Like, just really <laughs> reprehensible things, but it's like, you're, you're yeah. he's clearly mocking a pedophile, you know? Like, yeah. he's mocking the kind of arguments that they would use, where it's yeah. like, look at her in her little gosh, gosh, big gosh shorts. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of shit. And it's like, he's clearly mocking the mentality of pedophiles. So it... Uh, yeah, mm. I don't know what his his vibe was, but yeah. So do you worry you cancel like really someone who's not actually a monster, who's maybe just I, I don't know. I mean, Shay, I mean Shane Dawson's uh, an interesting case because obviously he was around at a time when uh, YouTube was a very different place. I mean, many many of you guys were too, and um, it's hard to exactly recollect what was going on at that point but shane dawson was always a very shock humor guy mm -hmm. and i do i do personally believe that a lot of the stuff that was uh, actually uploaded with his knowledge of course that that stuff i do believe he he probably did for the sake of shock value uh in hindsight that a lot of that stuff has aged terribly particularly mm -hmm. with regards to the um rather uh pedophilic comments <laughs> <laughs> um, and I haven't once again been following it too closely, though I do know that he got tweets from uh, Jada and Jaden Smith uh, because of some of his comments that he made towards Willow at the time, who was once again a rather young individual. And um, I know, I think my, I don't know how old, but young very young can i insert you another details on with, that with will smith's oh, yeah. kids no yeah so what i get i don't i think it was 2015 that part i'm not don't quote me on but this part i'm right on he pretended to masturbate to a poster of this girl willow smith oh, when she was whoa. 11 right that's mm -hmm. that doesn't age well. That that's never good. That's never no. gonna age well. That's <laughs> never gonna age. That's bad. No. Yeah. No, so no. Uh, now the uh. Smiths have given that some attention. I, I don't know their name. What's the mom's name? And I, I think uh, it's Jada and Jaden and Will and Willow because they kind of like name their kids after each other. 
Well, you can understand how I struggle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think Jada is maybe the mom, and yeah. Willow is the kid, and Jaden yeah. is the movie star, the son. right? The son, yeah. Yeah. And and so the mom and the brother are going at him. I don't know that Will has said anything himself, but um, no. uh, it's, it's hard to <laughs> rationalize away masturbating to a poster of an eleven-year-old. Uh, well, let's just hope they're not in Rewind together. At the end of this year. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, or actually, that would be good content. Let's see Will beat up Shane. That's where <laughs> my money is. Yeah. He's 50, but I still think he's got it. Oh, yeah. Like it was just like a year ago. Everybody was raving about Shane Dawson every time he would drop a documentary. And they'd be like, oh, yeah. So good. I, I haven't watched any, but that's like it would, it would trend on Twitter. It was so popular. Well, they're very hmm. well made. They're very well produced documentaries. And they do have like, a decent amount of insight i suppose but at the same time if you dig deeper there's nothing truly revelation revelationary about them i don't think um i liked them back in the day i did make a video like discussing them and um i think people have now started watching that video again because they think it's about the the drama right now but um they're all right. They're all right. I don't think they're that special, though. I think it's a lot of production value um, that you kind of get taken back by. That does really does uh, look nice, but it's. Uh, I, I guess in hindsight, it's a lot of smoke and mirrors. Yeah. Are you trying to say it's more like flash over substance? Yeah, style of substance. I think probably be the right yeah. phrase to use in that instance, and. Um, Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't really remember much about it because it, back then it was about Jake Paul and we had the discussion, oh, is Jake Paul a sociopath or psychopath? Those words were being thrown around a lot. And um, they had Katie Morton, who's the YouTube uh, psychologist, I suppose. And she comes in with her educated opinions and then they sit down and Jake Paul looks all sad and distraught and he's considering life and he's like oh uh, and then we fast forward <laughs> i don't know how long it's been exactly but jake paul's still a twat <laughs> and it seems that he hasn't actually learned anything and his brother actually appears to have grown much more than him uh since the forest incident and he is out there behaving like a hooligan if you put a gun to my head or to my whole family's head and said identify which one is jake and which <laughs> one is I don't know i'd have to be like mom dad i love you and i'm so sorry <laughs> flip <laughs> a coin <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm i'm with you on that i actually season, wait a minute like they're just provocateurs logan is the fighter right logan is the one that got into yeah, the fight i, mean, I could pick him right, out. right? Yeah. i mean they both they both they both fought in the uh box box match but logan versus ksi was much more hyped up yeah Yeah, was much more significant because deji had this drama about him not really being that well prepared and if i recall he get he ends up but they end up throwing the towel on his behalf because he was clearly not ready and um i'm just trying to think if there's any way to identify him logan is a bit more well built he's a bit taller um he looks a bit more of an authoritative figure in a, a way. A bit more well uh, built. Jake Paul. The guy's yeah. fucking stud. Like he's <laughs> he's 
he is your classic jock in a way. And he yeah. has played the jock, classic jock in a few TV shows mm. that I've actually seen on TV. And I saw it and I was like, oh, wait, that's Logan Paul. Um, so, uh, yeah. I, Interesting dude. Yeah. I, so do you ever worry that you're canceling someone who maybe doesn't oh, fully oh, well, deserve I it? Mean, yeah, I definitely... I definitely done a couple videos which I thought in hindsight that oh I looked at that wrongly. I've never really been the to gate much. I tend to wait a bit for the drama to die down uh... and then I look back on it and say okay, let's try and put this together. There have been some cases where I didn't quite put together it put it together in a way that I was happy with. Great example was my uh video on Pro Jared which ended up being um rather messy and i let personal feelings uh get into that one far too much and uh when he released his response video i just removed mine because it was just um i felt that it was a bit too harsh on him and also i felt that there were points that i misconstrued that i didn't consider all that and so i don't tend to instigate cancellations but i do believe that obviously my content has social ramifications that i need to be mm -hmm. aware of so i that's why I'm typically quite tactful when talking about what people have done and what they haven't done, because it's easy to to say something and have it interpreted in a way um, if you're not clear enough. And that's yeah. also why my videos are quite long, because I'm someone who likes to be very specific, um, particularly nowadays. I've realized that it's not it it's not something that you can be too sloppy on when with uh with the sort of responsibility that my content has i yeah you know why i'm asking because um it's not really related related but i've got wreckful on my mind is anyone familiar with this yeah. at all yeah so, so there, i saw the news I, I didn't know who he was prior to today i didn't know who he was either so, so guys anyone listening no keep in mind i'm a terrible source for news on him but i looked into him and this was he a world of warcraft player is that his game world yeah. of Warcraft? and he was really good right because I, I was like wow you know how good was he right like, i had this idea in my head that i put there myself that maybe people were pumping him up to be a hot shot when in reality mm. he was just one of many pros no dude this he was the man uh i'm looking him up real quick <laughs> uh he was like the best player in the world year after year after year. Uh, he was ranked one, it looks like, for five years in a row. He was the winner of the 2011 skill contest. He, he was the first 3,000 ranking on the planet. This guy was like, he was the man, from what I can tell. I'm not, a, I'm not an expert in this game. And um, then after some success as a pro player, he had some some real good times as a pro streamer. I think he had 115 million views on Twitch, which is wow. a, a lot. That is a Jesus. lot in the Twitch world. And um, and this is just me in my own head. Like I'm looking at it, and it looks like he's on the second half of his bell curve. You know, I think he was 31 years old. Yeah. Uh, and um, and if you look, I don't know if he's been streaming less or what happened, but he wasn't getting the same views on Twitch that he used to. That combined with like I think. Did his sister kill himself or older brother or something like that? Um, and and then him and it's just uh, or maybe I'm mixing it together with another story. But I anyway, 
I just one, one of his siblings killed themselves. I'm not also. sure about that. Do I have that right? I'm not sure about that either. I'd verify. Yeah, I've never heard that. Oh well, I'm, 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 look, I'm yeah, I told you I'm a terrible source. Don't get this. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm right. His older brother committed suicide. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god. So That's um, cool. yeah, it said yeah, that had a profound effect on his life and subsequent struggles with depression. Um, so uh, I I just I. It seems like if you put this like fame and success on a young person, very few mm. people are coming out the other end of this intact. You know, some of them are monsters. Some of them are depressed. Like it, it's rough to peak at like 26, you know, that that's a hard thing to deal with in life. And you see yeah. that with child stars in Hollywood. Yeah, like sometimes yeah. will peak when they're like fourteen, and it's like you know we yeah. kind of liked you as the the goofy middle school kid. Not you, you didn't really grow into who we want as a twenty one year old in this. And it's like fuck, like right? I can see how those kids get messed up, and you know yeah. all the nonsense that happens behind closed doors with child actors in Hollywood. Like that's definitely a big part as well. That, that can be right. Like the, it was the two Corys are in my mm-hmm. head. I think I'm going eighties, yeah, and probably AM. a lot of people yeah. don't know that story, but. um Yes, sometimes there's all sorts of like casting couch craziness. Sometimes it's just the love and adoration that peaks at 14 and then they just never get again. And um, Mm. it seems like they're the luckiest people in the world. But then when you get to look at it in 15 years of hindsight, it's almost a curse. It's like a lottery winner, right? How many lottery winners live a comfortable life of happiness yeah. for the rest of the, yeah. the rest of their I mean, time it's like an extreme high and super low you know like a roller coaster in a way um if, yeah. if you yeah if you look at his like most recent and i don't know all the story behind this but if you just look at his four last tweets he had one like 13 hours ago which is like they're really heartbreaking he said and you can tell from the way he's saying this like like he, he's he's in a very bad place obviously he said yeah i know i'll always be a little too crazy and this is proof but at least you'll never be bored will you marry me becca and i assume that is maybe an ex of his and he mm. said do not make her feel pressured to say yes i'm completely insane here i have not seen her in six months the reason for this post is i know she is the one i want forever and i wanted her to know my commitment is real and then an hour later he said ah, i feel bad for anyone who has to deal with my insanity and then said, please just know in these situations, the insane person does not feel in control of their actions. And that's the last thing he, he put out there. And it's like, that is, that is dark. That's that pretty is bad. really, yeah. really dark and sad. It's just sad. That's... You, you never, you, it just goes to show, like it, the grass isn't always greener. You know, no. you, you, you take somebody who's like a struggling Twitch streamer and you show them this guy's career it, and they're going to be like, oh, my God, that guy's going to bed on cloud nine every night. You know, he's just, <laughs> oh, man, my fucking look at my numbers. Look at my metrics. Look at all this. And in reality, he's just sitting there like empty and heartbroken. It's not even Twitch streamers. It's just the celebrity status in general. Yeah. I'm thinking back to like Chris Cornell and um, mm. Chester from Lincoln Park. Both yeah. killed themselves in what past five years, past couple of years. Mm-hmm. You know, huge fucking rock stars. They, you know, and they they're, they killed themselves before Chris Cornell. I think was in his fifties, and Chester I think was in his forties. Um, yeah. But it's like mm-hmm. that whole thing. If you're if you're doing something where you have this like responsibility, I guess to entertain, it can weigh on you. And it's, I mean, you guys probably know what I'm talking about a little bit. Sometimes you feel like. Mm-hmm. 
maybe you're not doing your best work or mm-hmm. yeah. you know, you're yeah. on a downward spiral or something. So, yeah. So it's, it's just one of those things uh, you don't really know about it unless you're in it. And from the outside looking in, it looks, it looks awesome, but then, you know, a lot of suicides for some reason. It, yeah. yeah. It's a fucking lot of pressure. I think um, particularly at a young age, because you just say it's a lot at once. And I think it's a case of perspective. You see someone doing so well and you see them and you think wow that must be great and that's how i always looked up to larger creators and i think wow how must that feel to have that level of influence and 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 following Mm -hmm. and then you you get to that point and you're like oh wow i don't feel any different (laughs) and it's (laughs) in fact it's Mm -hmm. just this anxiety of okay when's this gonna be over when when are people gonna stop watching how do i hold on to all these other questions about um about things that that you may have said and done and how that will be interpreted in the future and what people are gonna think of you and what your legacy is gonna be and all these complex questions that you're having in a time where most of your mates are, are coming out of university and going into the first jobs it's just you can't you can't grasp it in a way i was incredibly lucky on my ride i had a couple things working for me one was age i started my youtube channel i think i was 36 so i had like a i don't know you just a little older a little more a little more perspective on this whole ride i always expected it to be a short-term gig right that was i went into this thing well no I went into it thinking it'd be nothing. But when I saw that it was becoming a thing, like a a source of income and and I don't know, I knew it was a ride that would last. I thought it would last three years. It lasted way longer than I thought it did. But I always thought it was going to be a short-term gig, so it wasn't a surprise to me. The other was a support system, right? I had my wife there you know, to sort of keep me grounded. And kids, which always seem more important than anything that I was doing Mm -hmm. online, right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. It just, it's yeah. like the, the whole world's coming at you through your monitors and it's blasting you. And you, it feels like that things are crumbling or things are exploding. But whatever it is, things aren't normal. And there's, it's a lot to deal with you on the upside and the downside. And then you step away from the monitor and you're like pushing your daughter around in a laundry basket. And it's yeah. a different thing than maybe a 19 year old who has only this. And the last thing, and it made it easy on me, I think, was I had a second act. You know, it, as my YouTube channel hit the second half of its bell curve, Woodycraft hit the first half, the upswing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's just, it's a cushion to land into. And it gives you, you know, a, like as it all is ending, I had a new start. And then when that ended, well, I had some experience ending already. You know, it was a real lucky thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think stability and security is a really good point because especially when you're young, it's kind of hard to get perspective. And you're thinking, okay, what do I have to fall back on when this all goes wrong? And so having a second gig is really important, which is one of the reasons why I finished university, even mm-hmm. with my YouTube channel, um, because I obviously am aware that this will not persist forever, and I wouldn't mm-hmm. didn't want to have absolutely nothing to fall back on. But it's still a lot of stress because you're still coming down in some way or form eventually. And so I think to have the sort of security that family can bring, sort of social supports in a way, I think that's 
that's kind of different and that kind of outweighs uh financial supports in certain i guess i guess oh, i'm getting the words now because i'm tired but yeah <laughs> it, it, you know it, it outweighs um certain drawbacks i think having the feeling of security um coming from places outside of the online world yeah i've said it a bunch of times re- taylor is exploding on twitch right now and i'm so happy it's happening to him as a grown-up right like yeah. it, it might have ruined 16 year old taylor i'm sorry blame you say that again oh i was just gonna say he's been pulling crazy numbers lately uh did weren't you okay. like the top 50 sub or something like that top 100 sub? someone sent me something with that but i don't that seems like propaganda give me an even bigger head and so, uh, I, I definitely don't need that but yeah, it, like the, the sub situation is out of control i remember like starting and being like man if i could like get to like 500 that that's like decent chunk of change right there and it just stormed past that and i'm just i'm shocked by by where it's it's gotten to so very very cool i'm, I'm having a great time on twitch it's fun what do you what do you stream on twitch uh i recently oh, I, like i like the f- single player games that give me more to change mm. to, to engage with chat because i'm ass at multiplayer and nobody wants to watch me suck so like gta <laughs> 5 gta 5 i played a ton of i love gta story. 5 yeah, it was. I'd never played before. It was great. Uh, Red Dead uh-huh. Redemption Two. I'm playing now, and then some of my biggest streams are like I'll just watch sixty days in and then pause every few minutes and make fun of the, the people in it. Does it ever awesome. become a problem that, like, your chat wants to have creative control on you? Like, I, I have a feeling that if the chat had their druthers, you just watch sixty days in or whatever show they picked every single stream for the rest of your life, riffing on like mystery. <laughs> Science Theater 3000, I think yeah. I have that right. Mm-hmm. I, I've definitely seen that, but no, most people are, they seem pretty cool with whatever. Like okay. people will, like if I say on Twitter, what do people want to watch? Do they want to watch Red Dead or do they want to watch uh, 60 Days In? Or uh, I, We just started Beyond Scared Straight on there, which is oh, hilarious. Yes. It is just, it is just adults threatening kids with rape for 50 <laughs> minutes at a time. Yeah, there was this one guy, oh, Kato. And we'll do power rankings for who has the, the highest power ranking of, of all the characters in the show. And Kato was this prisoner, shape, white guy, shaved head, goatee, scary looking motherfucker. And I think that the I've never seen the show ever in my life. And I think the way it's going to go is like some prisoner's going to sit down and be like, hey, man, I didn't even used to be in, in the AB, in the Aryan Brotherhood. But they make you join that in here. They make you become that. Don't become what you aren't. Don't don't do what I've done. Like, I thought it was going to be like that. But they like some some lippy kid comes in and the guard's like, Kato, get over here. Kato just comes storming over. He goes, hey, you look pretty. I bet you look good in a dress. (laughs) You look real good in a dress. Come with me. Come with me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna burn your ass out, put you in a dress, and then guess what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sell you to the guy above me for 15 soups. <laughs> and this is, this is, this is 10 minutes into episode one. And I'm like, I'm like this, is a, this is a good ass show. This is a very good show. They uh, they like, like the guards like force some poor like 14 year old up against the bars, and all the prisoners are like, "Give me your damn shoes!" <laughs> the guy has to take his shoes off. The guards like, "Give him your shoes." You thought you were a big man. You're going to not give him a shoe. And the guy's like taking his shoes off, like his real shoes. And then the prisoner's like, oh, these are nice. Oh, these are like just stealing his shoes. It's, it's very, very funny. And so, yeah, I've, I've been having fun streaming that. But uh, I, I, I was talking to Tucker. Tucker gives me a lot of really good advice. Thank you, Tucker, if you're listening. Probably not. 
but uh he gives me a lot of good advice like I'll, I'll dm him and be like hey can i say retard and call people retarded and he's like yeah that should be fine i was like hey can i say this and that and he's like definitely not <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and then i like he gives me very good advice i asked him uh, at one point i was like hey i'm getting great numbers doing this 60 days in like what you know what do you yeah, i think he even addressed on the show he's like hey don't find one thing and then devote yourself to that and don't become just a react andy mm. like dip in dip your toe into other stuff like yeah mm. i know you're bad at games taylor but you know stuff like red dead stuff like gta you know that lets you still engage with chat that's really good and if it's like a dialogue a story game you can really riff a lot on that like that it, it's fun it's fun he's right. I, Arthur. some of my favorite streamers are probably just known for that game and if they were ever play anything else their chats mm -hmm. would revolt and uh I look at them, I'm like, how are they going to make that transition? How are they going to do that? And it's better yeah. to nip it in the bud before, you know, it gets too big. If you use oh. 17,000 people every time you stream and then you're down to 700 on some other yeah. thing, because that's, mm -hmm. yeah. I was, I was kind of scared to play uh, uh, Legend of Zelda on my stream recently because mm -hmm. I was playing Ocarina of Time and I was kind of scared to do it because I was like, Man, nobody's gonna fucking come out for this because I'm known for like Call of Duty, Pokemon, stuff like that. And uh, I found that if you you need to give it more than like one stream to truly gauge, though, because mm. a lot of people will do like one stream if they don't see the, the good numbers, they'll never play it again. But I stuck with it, played through the whole game, got pretty good numbers on it. They actually raised as I was playing it. Like at, at first, it was like. 90 100 viewers and then it went to like 150 or so so sometimes you just gotta like kind of force it force a yeah. square peg into a round hole mm. i did that with magic mm. the gathering arena and nobody in my chat wants to watch me play magic the Gathering. <laughs> <laughs> you need to play it by ear too yeah just uh, pop in and be like what the fuck is this I'm out of here. <laughs> watch 60 days in retard fathead. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, you, you gotta you gotta just roll with the punches and then see what works. You're right. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. and and I, like part of it, and it's gonna sound dumb, but like like play almost. Well, I guess it doesn't sound dumb. Play what you're having fun with at the moment. Mm. Like I'm having a real good time playing Red Dead. I like the story. I like you know it is a little bit admittedly harder to keep up with the story when you're like trying to engage with chat a lot. But I'm having fun with that game. And so even though I only pull like 400 people on on Red Dead compared to you know my my, my really good 60 days in streams would get over a thousand. And, you know, that you're right. That was disheartening at one point. That's where bullshit, like, Taylor. Back. Your really good streams get over 2,000. Like, I guess technically <laughs> no, no, 2,000 is no. over 1,000 also, but you're being modest. <laughs> well, <laughs> well it's, go, it's going really, really well. I'm, I'm, I'm having a real good time. So should have started this years ago. Should have should have listened to no, everybody. Who no, Taylor. Out. It's better to happen as an adult. We just covered this. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Okay. Yeah. 20, 29-year-old Taylor is going to do better at this than 19-year-old than Taylor. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I want good things for you, and I don't think Thank it would have been a good thing for you at 21 or something. Like, you know, it, mm. it's probably it's, not. And a lot of these people on like YouTube and Twitch and everything, like, they never have a really shitty job as a point of comparison, and so mm. they get used to making what is way better money than the average family in this country, and for the amount of work that, like, like if they had to go, you know, work at a, a genuinely tough job for a day. Like they, they would crumble. Like it'd be like, oh my god, are you kidding? People do this every day. Garbage men make fifty grand a year. Oh my god, this is terrible. This is, delivery people don't even make that, and they're hauling your heavy shit to the door all day, every day. And like, like I, 
I, I, I'm not trying to steal valor for people who actually had hard jobs. My, my shittiest job ever was at a car rental company working like 60 hours a week, getting berated by people who were mad that we didn't have reservations for them. Like, and that, that was a terrible job. It sucked. You feel like an absolute retard washing a car, ruining in a suit, in a wash bay, ruining your nice leather shoes because there's standing water there. And then you have to come out and you just look like an idiot. But it like that's nothing compared to most difficult jobs. And I know that. So I but at least it was something. It was like I'm working fucking 50 plus hours a week. I hate it. And I'm bringing home like 30 grand a year like like I, this is this is awful. Yeah. If I had offered that mm. version of you five thousand dollars, which is a good estimate, to bark with the dog collar on, you jump at that shit. Like I, I get you, it. You could have said five hundred at the time. <laughs> I would have done that. I would have done that. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, I, and, yeah. Can I segue into the what I did for money? Because yeah, go for it. Oh, I can't um, wait. Uh-huh. Are you going to tell him about that time? No, yeah. not that time. <laughs> no. Uh, Taylor Taylor hosted me after one of his streams and. Um, Somebody, well, it was like half the fucking chat. We're like, uh, BT, are you a are you a Dawn guy? And I'm like, I like Dawn. Yeah, man, Dawn's good. And they're like, if you've got Dawn in your house right now, bring it on stream. So I'm like, all right. And I thought I, I could have swore I had some, but all I had was <laughs> Palm Olive. Uh, so I'm like, guys, I actually don't have Dawn. All I got is Palm Olive, and the chat starts going insane. <laughs> and they're like, dump that it's shit an out. Inferior dude. soap. It's an inferior soap. Yeah, and like, dump that shit out, dude fucking dump it out and i'm like i'm not dumping it out like it's like four dollars a bottle <laughs> right and then people start donating and and gift subbing and i think i it got up to about fifty dollars i'm like file fucking <laughs> throw it out and i tilted my camera over to my trash can over here and just dumped the whole thing out so yeah. <laughs> i did something like that for 50 so i mean i'm not uh, i've dumped loads for less yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's 10 bottles of dawn at least so yeah. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Back, yeah. back on my channel. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> back on my channel, I did a few drunk streams on my birthdays, and um, basically that what that would comprise of is I would have like certain tiers of donations, and I would take a drink when someone donated uh, a low amount, you know, sit little sip, higher amount shots. And um, risky game you were playing. Yes, the only use we played business model. <laughs> I know how this game ends. It's really good yeah. for three years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, both the times I did it, it was two consecutive birthdays. Um, I I gave someone else control of the stream in advance, um, because both of them ended with me passing out on stream. Um, <laughs> with. <laughs> with with my audience to 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 see, uh, it was quite quite the sight to be to be honest. Was there um, a face I cam? Watched it back a, yeah, face cam. It was face cam. Okay. Um, so I, I I watched it back and I watched myself do things that that I I honestly don't remember. Um, they're all fairly harmless because I'm I'm a fairly nice person when I'm drunk. I'm I'm just more like very complimentary. Um, but yes, it was. It was an interesting business model, which I thought I'd keep up for the rest of my YouTube career. But in hindsight, I I, I try and reserve drinking now for uh, select nights out and um, and appropriate times, which aren't related to my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Because I think people uh, prefer me making videos when I'm sober. Though honestly, <laughs> I have got up in the morning a couple times, still 
kind of drunk and wrote some scripts and they're definitely <laughs> quite they're definitely funnier than my average script I'll, script i'll tell you that much have you ever had um, legal ramifications from your videos no no, no I threats anything I, i've no no i've not and that's interesting because a lot of my friends who do the sort of commentary that i have did re have received some sort of threats uh particularly from people who they make their videos on but i guess typically the aim of my content is to kind of make the person it's about listen which is obviously a challenge when you get to the most more serious content so when you're dealing with the austin joneses the only sons you know they're not going to turn around with courtesy and go oh thank you for the video they're not going to be too happy about it what is the um, onesian story i feel like i don't know uh, it i don't know I, I, a lot of it either yeah i mean i mean onesian uh it's it's a very long complicated story which uh is why as taylor mentioned at the start it my videos together uh well over three hours um so it's hard to condense mm. uh ba basically he i think it's around 2011 2012 he's been making fairly controversial content on his youtube channel and also been behaving rather inappropriately with minors and people who just turned of age and um i think basically it's all kind of, it all kind of built up and in 2019 there was this big uh moment where a lot of people came forward with all their various stories together and suddenly everyone was like oh hey this guy is seriously fucked up and a lot of people had been saying it before to be fair this isn't some huge moment of realization for everyone but it definitely got more publicity at that point and then Onision decided to partake in more antics and there was a lot of discussion about his channel and what should happen to it and a lot of people campaigning for it to be removed um it hasn't been removed um obviously and there's also this stuff involving Chris Hansen now who obviously <laughs> used to do uh Dateline Chris Hansen um, and yeah, Catch Predator. Predator. <laughs> yeah, and he got involved and he did streams and they received a lot of publicity and traction. And in a way, at the start, it seemed like he had quite strong status and community standing. So if there have been anything seriously illegal, um, people were hopeful that this would bring some light to it, even though Onision appears to be quite meticulous with the the legal lines um and what's happened in the last few weeks in particular is that chris hansen has been gradually evolving into a bit of a villain um due to certain elements of the situation evolving too and certain behavior of his own and others around him coming to light and this has all been months in the making uh and it appears that public opinion is slowly starting to turn against him as well how hmm. is chris i Hansen don't know exactly the oh oh i don't know exactly oh. what the situation is but there are a few videos going going up about it and i can always send you send you a good one um i know i know a, a decent one there's a there's a first part of a how many part series by a youtuber called 
John Swan, and he does similar content to me. Um, though it's, I, it's, I guess it's a bit more of the classic, like exposed video kind of, rather than me who does retrospective. His is a bit more current, mm. and so, but he, he's, he's very thorough as well, and, um, and he'll probably. Um, bring bring a, he's probably i haven't watched the video yet because i've just been busy and i've also been suffering from this really irritating ear condition which completely distracts me and drives me insane <laughs> um but i can talk about that in a moment but yeah his video i'm sure it's good because i know him and i know he's a very in-depth creator and um he's been gathering momentum and chris hansen isn't happy about that and yeah, it's a, it's a lot of stuff that's just very, very messy, as always, because that is YouTube. And Chris Hansen, he's not, he's not a YouTuber. He's a guy who's no. come on <laughs> to the platform with a memo and an idea of what to do and got involved with some very seedy individuals. Um, he got a lot of backlash um, when he first started as well. And um, Chris Hansen. it appears it's not getting any better. It seemed like it, he joined the was. platform this hero, right? And and for whatever reason, TV still thought of as bigger than YouTube. I don't know if it gets more views, but mm. he came, you know, from this elevated platform, and now he's going to grace yeah. YouTube with his professionalism and investigative nature and this and that. And what we actually got was a guy who just kind of clout chases and attaches his name to every little yeah. piece of drama. Yeah, and, and he doesn't even do a particularly good job. I don't. I don't see him researching much. He does land interviews no. from time to time, but he just attaches himself yeah. to a current event in an effort to stay relevant and um I'm not digging his content. I, and I haven't seen no. him do any, like accomplish anything, right? If you have a guy no. who's accused of rape and Chris Hansen looks into it, you think to yourself, ooh, we're going to learn about this. We're going to, like, it, the truth will come to light if this needs like uh, law enforcement involvement, then it'll happen because Chris Hansen is on it. And that's not what happens at all. Basically, you get just a regular dude, maybe even a subpar interviewer, to talk to the guy, and then it ends. And yeah, and also that's it. That's all I have. I, I yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I think the fact that he did like land some interviews initially was quite good. Obviously, got some people to talk about their experiences in a bit more depth, and I think that did in part come from his status. But unfortunately, once you look beyond that it starts to become pretty weak. And um, if you go into this situation not knowing anything about it, Chris Hansen's content won't necessarily inform you um, of the full picture. Right. Yeah. It seems I like the biggest issue is there's no justice. He just does it, and then there's no like ending almost. It's like a movie without a fucking ending. Yeah. There's no ending, there's no justice, there's no revelation, there's no, like, even if the guy just, like, even if he were to get involved and someone got, like, social ramifications, that would be a thing. But that doesn't yeah. happen either. He just gives someone a platform to tell their side, and that's it. It's like a podcast with just a shitty fucking guest. Like a really <laughs> shitty guest. <laughs> I, I would argue he's not even that, a very good podcast host. You know? <laughs> <laughs> too I mean, it's, but yeah. it's like, because a lot of those people have really like genuine experiences. Um, I don't know about everyone, but he had a few people on back at the start who had really important stories. And um, 
it was very, it was mishandled terribly. I mean, one of the the uh, one of the most important individuals back then was a person named Sarah, and I don't know exactly what's happened with that, but there was a huge um, fiasco because they mishandled um, a person by the name of Vincent Nicotra, who was one of Chris Hansen's um, assistants, um, though he had control of all the social media because he was the, the social media guy who really knew what was up. And he mishandled um, evidence, apparently. And uh, that was very important to, to the case. And um, I think it was at that point a lot of people began to realize that this was not exactly the airtight investigative team that people were hoping for because mm-hmm. that shit was necessary to to at least um get get out and and they fucked it up they really fucked it up and um yeah i was going to make a video but uh, it seems that other people are making some more um impressive um or at least more instantaneous content right now maybe maybe when it's all died down in a few years i'll be able to to cover it uh with a bit of uh retrospective uh wisdom i suppose but i don't know i think it's all coming to light quite quickly you nailed it right he's not this airtight investigative investigative team that he seemed like he was on to catch a predator back when things were edited and such so it might be that his team is not as good or at least that's a part of it Mm -hmm. the other part of it is he had almost this thing where, like, Ben Shapiro owns this 17-year-old liberal, which is, you know, you have a professional versus an amateur, right? When he catches some guy where English is his second language with his pants down in somebody's kitchen, that guy sucks, right? When he talks- Ben Shapiro dominates five-year-old. <laughs> Santa isn't real. <laughs> Actually, it doesn't make sense. How would you get to every house in America in that amount of time? Not to mention the rest of the world. And the kid's like, I just, I just want Legos. He's like, no, facts don't care about your feelings little loser <laughs> on the forehead. exactly Actually, to, to flick a five-year-old you have to reach up a little bit <laughs> but when uh, chris hansen goes up against a, a youtuber who has four thousand hours on a microphone of his own it doesn't go yeah. so smoothly you know you're looking no. for chris hansen to do to him what he did on to catch a predator and it and it doesn't and you're right because think about this what was he really doing on to catch a predator he wasn't the guy who was flirting with children like luring them in being like oh I'm just a I'm a 12 year old boy and I'm just here like he wasn't even doing that. Mm -hmm. Guarantee those cookies are store bought. Uh, (laughs) Like what was he doing? All he had to do was walk out and put on his fake ridiculous voice. Yeah, he was popping out like the fucking Kool Aid Man and these goddamn uh, pedophiles. Basically, that was his job just to pop out and be intimidating. And like season one, they couldn't even get a, a. they didn't even have the police on call the first season. <laughs> oh, yeah. that? And so they'd be like, huh, what are you doing here? Uh, nothing, nothing. Really? You brought a 12 pack of Bud Light and some vodka spritzers for yourself. You were going to drink 18 beers. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to do. <laughs> you weren't here to meet this young girl, were you? And then it'll show it. And then by the end, you can see like the pedophile thinks he's fucked. And then he's like, now, what have we learned today? <laughs> learned that if you do this and you try and requisition sex from a minor you'll get scolded by a weirdo a free cookie and sent on your way <laughs> like that's what we're teaching pedophiles here it's like okay okay <laughs> you just know those guys got in the car and they're like oh yeah dodged a bullet there <laughs> 
I have a different. Do you guys want to? This is an unrelated topic, but it you made no, me jump think. Anything. All right, this is a relationship advice from Reddit, and it fucking cracked me up. Uh, it, buckle up. This is a minute and a half long read. I want you guys take on this. Yeah. It's written by a 26-year-old girl, 29-year-old boyfriend. Do keep in mind 29-year-old boyfriend. My boyfriend won't use his real voice, and it's becoming a problem. My boyfriend and I have been dating for just over five months. In all other areas, things are going pretty well thus far. We've met each other's friends, and I'm planning on introducing him to my family soon. My boyfriend's voice seems to fluctuate a lot, way beyond what's normal. 99% of the time, he'll speak in this heavy, guttural voice that sounds like he's an action hero or something. I know that some men have a deeper voice naturally, but my boyfriend's is far deeper than anyone else I know in real life. It's practically a growl. As we've been spending more time together, I've noticed there are certain times his voice sounds way different. For example, a few days ago, I asked him a question in the middle of the night, and he was almost asleep, and his voice sounded much more normal. Whenever he's excited or taken by surprise, he lets his other voice slip. His other (laughs) voice is much higher in pitch and more nasally, if that makes sense. It's nothing I associate with my boyfriend. When we first started dating, I remember noticing that my boyfriend had a voice that was lower in pitch than average, but I never thought much of it. But I was watching a saved video of the two of us from a few months ago and comparing them to now, and there's been a significant drop in pitch. <laughs> His voice is so gravelly now that he basically sounds like Christian Bale Batman voice if he had been a chain smoker too. This doesn't seem like an issue until I was thinking about it the other day and I brought it, up, brought it up to my boyfriend just out of interest. I wasn't expecting him to absolutely shut down, telling me to mind my business and that his voice had nothing to do with me. Obviously, the relationship is new, but he's never flipped out on me like that before. He's actually a pretty good communicator. <laughs> how, should, <laughs> how should I handle this? I don't really understand the issue here or what's getting him upset, but I get the feeling it's something we need to talk about if it's making him react like this. I don't know why he'd put on a voice that's so much deeper than his natural one, especially considering nobody really talks like this in real life. Too long didn't read. My boyfriend's angry because I brought up him putting on a way deeper voice all the time. I don't know why this is an issue. Is there a follow-up? This guy's hilarious. I want him on the show. He's faking his whole voice. That's that's dedication. I know what it is. Seriously, I know what it is. An ex-girlfriend probably made like bullied him for his higher nasally voice. I don't know how high she's like talking. Like it sounds like he's doing like death metal vocals, right? Having conversation. So I'm not sure. And then wouldn't that hurt? Maybe he's doing it so it'll eventually change it. Like he's doing damaging (laughs) vocal cords or some shit. Christian Bale Batman voice, if the guy had also been a chain smoker, (laughs) is a fucking amazing description. Slow motion Randy Savage or something. (laughs) Right, yeah. Uh, I... Uh, Yeah, this relationship's not going to work out if she can't get on board with a funny joke. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, He's 29. That's my biggest... That's why I I leaned into that because... So here's the deal. Everyone who watches this show a lot... He's my age and he likes to do silly voices. This is normal. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. So... so uh, I hit puberty way late, right? So when everyone else at like 15 or 16 had these man voices and I still sounded 11, right? I, I've told the story before where I played hooky from school and I got away with it because I impersonated my mom in high school <laughs> and said that my Mac, you can't come in. Like I nailed it. So nice. you got to know your lane. Uh, anyway, I, I feel like as my voice changed, I was almost pretending 
pretending it changed? Like, is this my new voice? What is my voice exactly? Which one am I supposed to be? All of these voices are voices I can make. And it was almost like, was I supposed to be talking high pitched? Cause that's what I sound like. Or mm-hmm. I, I didn't know my own voice. Mm-hmm. And I would give that guy this excuse if he was 16 also, <laughs> but he's 29. He's closing in on 30. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> voices at home, which isn't, isn't weird, but uh, yeah, it, it, you know, it's more normal to do voices from TV shows and joke around walking around my house. Like I do sometimes <laughs> than it is for me to just, if, if for anyone to just drop their voice and just be talking like this, I don't think you're. I feel like no, he's talking gravelly Batman. In defense, in defense, uh, yeah, uh, you know what he probably sounds like a little bit like this. <laughs> Alex Jones <laughs> in there. Oh, oh, like Colonel Sanders there for a second. But, <laughs> um, no, I think uh, one thing I've noticed is that when I talk to a to an attractive female. If if I'm doing a recording, if I'm I've streamed with a few girls before, I've you know made Instagram stories and like a, a girl, like an attractive girl is in the vicinity, I've noticed that my voice will naturally deepen. No fucking clue why. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it on purpose. I'm not doing the fucking Batman thing. It just happens. So maybe this guy like yeah. caught on to that or something and has taken it to the fucking extreme. Or an ex-girlfriend bullied him for it, you know? Like, Guys, it was a first date thing, and yeah. then he's like, I'm in too deep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to maintain this for the rest of my life. People uh, like a deep voice, right? Like, I, I figured out if you get if you get way close to your mic, it gets deeper still. And mm-hmm. and I think my first hundred videos, I did that. I just fucking put the thing in the... I deep-throated my mic and sounded like God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Doing that>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, do that again, Taylor. Just doing getting really close like this. Yeah, it uh, works. exactly the same as I was getting, before. Getting pretty close, yeah. <laughs> pretty close. Uh, now you do it, James. <laughs> hello. Hello, I'm not so close. My mic now. It works. How's that yeah. sound? Man, we, yeah. James, back off. I'm getting turned on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, uh, that's, that's really funny. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's just changing his voice. That is so weird. That is such odd behavior. It's very strange. Chain yeah. smoker Batman. I, I, yeah. And him getting upset about it, I feel like is I my but I think what happened is he saw her calling him out on like fake bravado, imaginary masculinity, and her saying, mm-hmm. Why don't you just be yourself? I am me, bitch. Like <laughs> is is how I imagined it to go. I, I believe that that yeah. most Reddit stories I don't believe, because it'll just be like and I've talked about this before, so many of these are just fetishes that guys have that they want to talk about, where they'll be like, problem with my girlfriend. We were hanging out at our college uh, dorm, and there were lots of her fellow uh, volleyball players around. And out of nowhere, she pantses me. And then all the girls are pointing at my penis, and it's getting hard. And I'm so embarrassed. I have to run to my room as cum leaks out. It's like, this isn't, this isn't a real question. This one, you just wanted to like a bunch of girls in the comments like that's terrible i would never pants you <laughs> i have a relationship <laughs> advice question i i'm doing her in the butt and she gets a sore throat is your dick that long too yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I have so much sex that it's hard to prioritize other things in life <laughs> all right buddy i bet you i bet i bet <laughs> If that girl's watching, though, uh, I don't know why she would be, but if that girl's watching, then I would suggest 
and you can mimic this on the Reddit thread, uh, I would suggest writing him a letter saying, it's okay. I like your normal voice that comes out sometimes. Don't like be accusatory. Be like the jig is up, motherfucker. You know. <laughs> yeah. Got you. Got you. Speak <laughs> like a you know somebody from Revenge of the Nerds now, but um, just like you know, write write, write a letter. Make, you know what actually would help is if next morning when she wakes up, he's like, "How are you doing this morning?" Like, <laughs> I'm doing really good. <laughs> Like and she she ups her highness. Oh, and so as a little you know counterbalance yeah. mockery thing, and then he'll stop. Yeah. On his I was about that. to say Blade Two's idea was, was way play. better than mine of her droppling to her own gravelly Batman voice. And <laughs> well, I, was, I was about to suggest that as well. So, <laughs> yeah, you, guys, you guys are suggesting it like it's a fucking sitcom, and I'm like actually trying to help. You're the best. Higher, higher. Drop something on his toe, <laughs> and then you will see the true voice. Yeah, there you go. <sighs> Did you guys ever have the same phase as me, where you kind of didn't know what your voice was? Yeah, it was more just cracking. Kinda, yeah, like like when my voice started to change, it wouldn't be that I was trying to change my voice. It would just be like out of nowhere, you get a crack or something like that, and it'd be like, oh, that's weird. I'm still in the transition voice phase. I'm not all the way in yet. I remember oh. thinking back in the day when I first started doing commentary on YouTube that my voice was really deep. And then I go back and listen to it because it naturally deepens as you age. And uh, at 31, it's like I'm, I'm fresh out of the womb, it sounds like. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's one of those weird things where I, I, I could be high-pitched now. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I got some kind of voice dysmorphia. I don't know. Voice dysmorphia. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no, I... <laughs> My voice was getting I, attention because I was so late to hit puberty and it, it like became an issue for me. And I, mm-hmm. uh, that was back before everyone had cell phones. So you'd answer the family phone. People would tell my father they left a message with their daughter or his wife or something. And it's like, fucking fuck. Like, it, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it sucked. Yeah. Yeah. When I was growing up, I had the issue of more the accent um, because my accent isn't very traditional for where i'm from i come from a, a kind of farmer's area and you're expect who are you're expected to sound like this kind of like that <laughs> you meant you meant to have a bit more of a southwestern accent to to you and um i always sounded like i was fresh out from london um london suburbs somewhere rich and upper class because um because I don't know what happened for some reason. My mother came from London. My dad came from uh, somewhere else. I can't remember exactly. But um, <laughs> um, but along the way, my voice ended up a bit more posh than one might typically expect. And so I got a lot of questions about that, particularly when I was around 15 or 16. Um, I had quite a deep voice my age back then. And um, people used to ask me, they used to say, oh, so um, how how old are you? Are you like 19, 20? I was like, oh, I'm 15, 16. Because I was doing a gaming clan back then, which is an interesting story. Um, And I think everyone just assumed that I had like this heavy authority because of my voice i was younger i was i know i was 14 or 15 definitely very young um and i got to a significant rank in this in this gaming clan i I think partly on the back of my voice 
because <laughs> because people just assume that that because I had this this deep authoritative voice, um, that I that I I was very serious and and um, that you knew how to and, game best. I, yeah. I I was I was a, I mean it wasn't even gaming at that point. It was ma- like management. Like <laughs> I had a whole platoon, not platoon. I had multiple platoons. I I can't <laughs> barely remember it. Yeah, but, um, I was I yeah regiment. I was I was the colonel. Um, <laughs> I was I was gonna be a fucking brigadier general until I got fucking stabbed in the back uh, by this <laughs> by this fucking dude. What does this dude do? Oh, he um he fucking ratted on me because um we had we had this run in with with recruiting. I was known for recruiting a lot of people, and but there were these sites where that we weren't meant to recruit on, where they basically assigned um people they assigned specific people to recruit for it because they got into um trouble with the admins and i was like well i don't play by these rules i'm the best fucking recruiter so i should be the one recruiting so i go ahead and decide to recruit anyway um and i was and i took took this guy um under my wing uh i do remember his name but i shan't say it out of Mm respect um (laughs) and and he was he was very nice and very friendly and so i was i was like well hey i'll 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 show you how to like bring some people into our to our to our general squad and uh we'll continue to grow our battalion battalion i think that's the word battalion yeah um and and I'll get that promotion to brigadier general, um, and you'll get the promotion to colonel. So I show him how to do it, and like the next day, I get the message from you know, co- uh, commander in chief, whatever, and he <laughs> was like, like "Oh, oh, uh, <laughs> uh, you you've been you've been doing some some bad bad shit." And this was on the day of like a, a, my, one of my. Uh, exams so it was bad timing to be honest but um the, this guy completely ratted on me which i was not impressed by and he and because he ratted on me which i which i think they they were they were bloody idiots for they gave him the colonel rank and they demoted me um which was which which was pretty pretty brutal um and this guy was like i mean he was like 37 38 he was old and I was like this, this, uh, ancient, this right, Woody? <laughs> yeah, he'll be dead soon. <laughs> He's probably dead now. <laughs> in, in comparison, he was, yeah. he was basically a relic. And, um, <laughs> James, <laughs> I have a question. Gone by. <laughs> so James, yeah, have you ever made a video? Where the subject of the video says he's the victim of a rat, but in reality, that person did something wrong and got caught. Unrelated to your story, probably. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying <laughs> to think, but I can't think of any of them. I always. I feel like this is something that happens again and again. People are like, like, like a uh, Daddy O Five, right? Not your video in particular. Oh, I did. I mean, I did make a video on Daddy O Five. That was a while back. And they get so upset. But, they're uh, like, you know, these guys are giving me a hard time. Won't they leave me alone? But in reality, they're having think they had ramifications for their actions. Yeah. Oh, 100%. But that's that's the. I mean, that's not necessarily like a rat exactly that's mm. more just people not being able to take responsibility and deferring it on to other parties okay so tell and, me about this rat again 
Um, yeah, this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, listen. I, I was doing something that I shouldn't have been doing, to be fair. Um, but I will also add the caveat that A, I was young, very young. Um, I, this was a fucking gaming clan who, like, who gives a fucking shit. Right, right. Yeah. I'm um, just now realizing that you weren't tongue-in-cheek saying those military rankings. You actually had a ranking system in there, didn't yes, you? Yes, they you, had you a were... serious <laughs> ranking system. And I took it very seriously back in the day because... Really? Like back then, when when you're when you're a young whippersnapper, you take it seriously. You you, mm -hmm. you you see you see these things, and your imagination does the work. Or even if you're and 38, so, yes. apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that that guy was fucking sad. That's what I was like concerned. Uh, um, but but yeah, and um, in the end, uh, he he said some really nasty things to me. Um, which which caused me to to leave altogether. Um, he was an he was an actual cunt, um, <laughs> and I don't I don't use that word lightly because I just I just can't imagine like being thirty eight and and saying the shit that he said to me. Um, what what a bloody mug! Um, <laughs> I, I I do I do uh, not have good tidings for him if he is a. Uh, Still about. I don't know what he's doing right now, but uh, he's I, listening I do to the show right him. now. Well, well, <laughs> fuck you if you're listening. He's <laughs> he's he's now. Big now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, he's he's so old. He's in the COVID risk camp. So he. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, but that's the thing. It was it was fucking weird weird shit. The, the people there were loads of loads of um very uh, like adults and and i don't mind it on principle um because i think it can be fun to do do that shit but some people took it far too seriously did you say um, which game it was uh it was a mix uh it was like it was i would i was call of duty back then it was modern warfare 3 because i remember doing it with another mate i made this throwing knife montage actually for it um <laughs> It's a great throwing knife montage. It's the on that channel, it's the only thing that I still have public just because I'm really proud of some of the shows. <laughs> were they in game or set up? Uh, they were all in game. They were all in game. I I did a lot of infected. Infected was the, probably the best way to, to mm. get those a lot of the hits. I, I did get a couple on some others. Like, headquarters because people always like hung around the headquarters and you could just chuck one up in the air and but the first ever throwing knife i did which is when i think it, it like i felt like it was destiny for me um was was search and destroy game on um oh, i can't remember the i want to say it was mission but i'm not sure if that's a real real map on mw3 but it is, it's yeah. there's it is. There's. It's the, there's this helicopter that's 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 broken and at the bottom, and there's this hill, um, mm -hmm. um, and I was at the top of the hill, and I just, and you start that side, and there's there's other people on that side, and there's some snipers sometimes who who go to like this little area behind the helicopter to try and scope people at the start of the game, and mm -hmm. so I just throw it up in the air randomly uh, in that general direction, and. 
I get a hit and I, I it it bounces off the tail of the helicopter um <laughs> and into this guy and that that was what I think that was like my first throwing knife ever and I felt at that point that it was it was just made to be uh it clearly <laughs> wasn't made to be because uh I didn't end up becoming a, a famous throwing knife YouTuber but it <laughs> no. felt pretty good at the time it's a, it's a very small elite group it's hard to crack in <laughs> the throwing knife youtubers i know i, I played so much modern warfare 3 that when you were describing that i was i was just playing it in my head like i know yeah what you're talking about the helicopter the little sniper lookout building uh <laughs> yep, everything i i had to look up mission it. the thing i remember about it is that it had a spot like like i'm gonna show it to people a little bit so they have a clue it had a spot that we called wings. That was the call out for it. Like it, you know, at the bottom of that hill, there are these little half walls. Wings would stay there for like pretty much all game. And just <laughs> shoot people off a head glitch, and uh, if somebody was there, we'd be like, "He's in wings," and that was just, everyone knew where it was. Crazy shit! I fucking miss those days. That was that was when I actually got excited for shit, and now it's just ah. I should play more. I have loads of friends playing the new uh, Call of Duty, and they're always telling me they say James get it, and I'm just like, ah, ah, that's effort. It's pretty good. And I already put enough. It's pretty. One thing about this COD, dude, I think it's go. got all. Go ahead. <laughs> this <laughs> COD has a bigger headshot multiplier than I think any of the other CODs. You guys fact check me on that. So it really rewards accuracy. I, I I spent a decade shooting center mass, and now you will lose every tie unless you're a headshot guy. So, something to keep in mind. Okay, but what about the throwing knives? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Do they have throwing knives in that game? They're in the game, yeah. Pretty sure. Oh, I have not played yeah. much Call of Duty. Maybe I'll make a second montage. It's just not fun getting wrecked every make time. A second, make a second montage and just release it on your main channel. <laughs> don't even fucking... Don't even talk about it after that. Make no <laughs> mention of it. <laughs> It's just not that's, a, that's a good fucking idea. I can do that for my, for my next uh, April Fools, maybe. Your yeah, channel's exploding. I, I on April Fools. I, I saw I you had six million views yeah. last month, something like that. Yeah, no, it was really good. Really good couple months. My I and you know it, it's going well when you release a video that you think, oh well, this is just going to be like a a throwaway video, you know, one for the fans that they're going to enjoy, but it's not going to get any traction. Suddenly that one's doing really well as well. And that was the point where I, I realized that actually things are going quite nicely right now. Yeah. Um, I think maybe partly due to uh, everyone being at home or a lot mm. of people being at home at least and having a bit more time to themselves. Uh, I'm currently working on a very, very, very long video, which, if it's out in time, will maybe, <laughs> maybe give people something, something more to watch. But it's the only, this it's going to be a one-off thing um, because it's just things are going well, and nice. make hay while the sun shines. Mm-hmm. Um, take advantage of it. But yeah, I'm, I'm really, really enjoying making content currently. Uh, I found a good topic to do, and it, it when, when everything's flowing right it's good uh the last few days were kind of garbage because as i mentioned earlier i have this ear problem it's it's pulsating in the inner ear which it's very irregular very random it makes no sense at all but it's really fucking irritating because it's in your ear and it drives me insane and so i had a terrible episode a few days ago um right at the end of a meeting as well it was really awkward and um and i took i've just 
I took a load of diazepam and apparently that stuff has a fucking long half-life because it's just kind of whacked me out for the for the, for the following few days. But um, I'm back on the back on the grind now and uh, I did start on a, a bit of research for my next topic and it's good when you feel good about the topics but at the same time I always kind of feel concerned especially given the genre of content that I make mm-hmm. as you mentioned earlier you kind of when you're talking about other people you never know exactly how they're going to react and mm-hmm. um, one of the really nice things was my new video on Samurai Bar um which was pretty critical of them to be fair they actually responded and they said hey that was a a pretty you know pretty fair video um and and uh we i think we we need to listen which was really good because i don't get that too often even even from my 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 sort of content um which i tend to like try and be nice so um that was really really validating and I think that's when you know something's kind of going in the right direction, that people are stopping and listening and saying, oh, hey, this guy has something that he can say, some insight to provide. And I think that's how you carve your niche out as a creator. You you bring something that other people don't necessarily bring, even as a commentator. And that's hard. That is really hard in today's environment. It's so competitive, especially on YouTube. Everyone's saying things and everyone has their own style and and it is unique in a way, but at the same time, there's so much overlap and people only have so much time to watch this shit. Mm. And my videos are fucking long. So when you sit down and watch my fucking videos, (laughs) I expect other people um, to have, to have their own jobs and their own, their own ways to allocate time as well. Though apparently some people do actually watch my videos while they're doing their jobs. Hopefully I don't affect their job performance too much. Um, (laughs) James, but, but, I was going to ask you real quick before I forget. Uh, can sure. you can you watch your videos as almost like a podcast? Like, can you just listen to them? Would, would they I, work that way? I I have a I hear a lot of people who say I put on your videos while I do this and that X and Y. <laughs> That's what I get a lot. And some people have even asked me. They say, James, can you release your videos as a podcast? And I have considered that as well. Though I have also been kind of cagey about it because I'm not sure how that'll affect. It's it's hard to say like how that'll impact yeah, definitely leave what I'm it currently on doing. You don't yeah. want to you don't want to yeah. split split everything up too much and uh, I, spread it too thin. I don't have that much time to watch stuff nowadays. But when I'm on like my walks or I'm riding my bike or something, uh, I love to listen to stuff. So I'll yeah. pop up your videos yeah. and see yeah. how. I was listening to one of the Onision videos today earlier while i was working out and it was okay. you, know, cool. you don't you don't really need to watch as much like you, you garner what's going on I, I tried watching some of the i didn't have enough time really the samurai buyer thing and because yeah. i'm not like super familiar i watched a idubs documentary full force which was very funny yes um, but other like i'm not super familiar like i know he does like content cop and bad unboxing and I've hmm. seen a couple, but I don't know that much. And so I was like trying to watch and be like, wait, so is this Asian guy real or was he made up the whole time? And I, I only got like like 15 minutes in. So I I don't know if I should. Or oh, I don't, yeah. Well, you'll have to watch the end to find uh, out. <laughs> yeah, I know. Who was that guy again? <laughs> uh, Samurai Bio was this really interesting oh. case, um, basically represented through this gentleman by the name of Misaki. And um, Misaki was this very friendly amiable um chap who basically he approached idubs and he sent them his this email which idubs 
took advantage of in his typical fashion. So he sends this badly worded email, iDubs has a bit of banter, gets the products. The products are really to iDubs' liking and they strike up this relationship. And so Samurai Bar has a formula that's working and um, they start applying it with other creators. So they're putting on this naive persona um, of this man who is actually a person, I will yeah. add, but he's not naive and he's not that friendly as as uh, as you find out in the end. And unfortunately, um, he it kind of just, I guess it spirals. And I think a lot of creators by the end, by the time the drama went down, I think they were kind of looking for a, a reason to disconnect from Samurai Buyer because of Misaki's rather pushy nature. Um, and because he kind of has this chameleon way of interacting with his people, because it kind of depends how they behave, and then he'll he'll interact in that way. Um, it was all, always felt a bit contrived. So back back obviously then there was a lot of um edgy creators and misaki would just be outwardly very brash edgy and um rather inappropriate in in some ways but with certain creators he'd play it down a lot and so it always felt forced and mm. i guess people kind of wanted to to play along with it in their head and i i guess i could see how mm. that happened suspension of um, a little bit I think, yeah, and I think, honestly, I if I was a creator back then looking to try and do something like that, I'd probably, uh, I may have tricked myself into believing it as well. But in hindsight, it seems pretty obvious that it was a very um, strategic marketing ploy. Whatever happened to iDubs? Is he still killing still it out going. there or he's mm -hmm. still going? going. He's still got, I mean, it seemed like he was said, the center hey, of the universe three years ago. Everyone loved him or feared him. Or I checked his yeah. social media just now and he got 11 million views this month and he's only uploaded once. Who? <laughs> Which one? I dubs. Oh, damn. I guess yeah. he's doing fine. He's, yeah, I think he's doing he's okay. Still, <laughs> <laughs> He'll always do okay, to be fair. It's always yeah. going to be a good time yeah. for. Well, his video is like. Yeah, it's not like he's a commentator on the news or something. Like, similar <laughs> no. to like, you can go back and watch something he made. Mm. And it's not like it's gonna age, I would guess. Kind of like this show a little he, bit. Yeah. Where, he is although some the persona like, and it's great. Uh, he does he does great uh a lot of great work and, and as said his full force documentary. I mean Yeah, that was very, very funny. that was the that evolution that he needed in many ways, and I hope he does a bit more content like that. Mm -hmm. So is there any more news on Dr. Disrespect? Do you know none that I know of? No. I haven't heard of anything. It's been forever now. This is so long in internet time. Yes, getting, oh, perfectly phrased. Yes, I've been getting. Uh, <laughs> I've been getting um, into graphic design, and I made this T-shirt with Doctor Disrespect on like uh, a milk carton where he's missing, <laughs> and um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I figured it would be relevant by now. We'd have heard something, but no. So I, yeah, no. I thought it'd be exposed by now. He. he that's like five days ago. The internet moves yeah. so fast that if he had come back the day after it happened, by right now it would no longer be a story. No one would care. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I, it's but, almost not a story now. 
Like, you're like, oh, Dr. Disrespect, I remember that guy from a long time ago. <laughs> you know, <laughs> June. That was like, what, Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's like no, there's no details at all, though. Just some rumors and shit. Nothing confirmed. So I, I think the, the most logical thing now is to think that he is splintering off with a couple of the other big guys from Mixer. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't buy that one for a nanosecond. Who was it? Ninja and who else? Ninja, Shroud, Dr. Disrespect. I... I, I I could see them trying to start their own thing and do it, you know. The, I mean, Ninja the, just made bank because fucking Microsoft paid him. What was it? Several million, right? Yeah. So there's a yeah. handful then, of theories, and before I say them, uh, none of this has any like proof or substance behind it. They're all allegations, and don't take it seriously, right? Some people think he did something sexy time that that got him banned off the platform and kind of canceled. Some people that take was- that. And say sexy time with a Twitch person, you know, and that was what got him canceled. Um, some people say, uh, some people have said DCMA or DMCA. I get it, I can't get it right, but that's been some source said that wasn't it. So, for whatever that's worth, the most flattering outcome is he is a genius businessman who decided to build his own Twitch and compete with Amazon, formerly Microsoft, uh, Google, and whoever else is trying to get into I'm this platform. Like, like a big fan of his content. Not that I dislike it. I just, I've never really watched it. And so I'm not trying to like, you know, pump his tires or anything. Right, right. Saying he's the best businessman. It's just like buying. I feel like if it was a, a sex me too kind of thing, it would have come out by now. Like yeah, something yeah. would have happened and it would have, been revealed and so that's the main thing that i'm like okay this must have been business related or maybe twitch found out that he was doing like some internal recruiting with their other big names and they're like mm-hmm. what the fuck you can't do this this is subversive get oh, the hell out of here i go the other yeah. way i feel like the silence is an implication that there are attorneys on the scene telling everyone not to say a freaking word well it might, i mean that could still be the case with like internal recruiting like if there's anything like confidential involved like if he's been i mean i i I'd, I'd be quite if i was twitch i'd be quite careful in that instance because then you're providing him publicity mm-hmm. sure um, and so i i mean if it was anything that made him look like like make him outwardly look like terrible then i think there is a higher chance that we may have seen it but at the same time i don't think there's a a real conclusion that can be drawn yet but mm-hmm. it is really really um curious it's, far, so far. it's, it's it, strange yeah because if I, I feel like i'm on taylor's wavelength where i feel like if it was a me too thing it would have been addressed by now especially with yeah how that's you know catching fire on social media and stuff so one of the I, allegations with no proof behind it is that he diverted money intended for a charity towards himself right so let's all allegation means nothing whatever it's my yeah, my yeah. twitch chat second most unreliable source of news on the internet <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, if that was it, hypothetically, I can imagine that staying quiet. You know, the, the Dr. Disrespect doesn't go out there and start tweeting about it and saying this stuff isn't true. You know, that, that's the kind of shit you sort of bury and deal with in court. I think yeah. he was one of those guys who like, like if he had to never stream ever again and just totally quit, like I, maybe I'm wrong. I imagine him as being one of those guys who's got fuck you money. Yes. I, I yeah. want to say just from I've, I've only watched one of his streams in full but the amount of of Skrilla that dude's getting each stream i mean it's probably uh, you know five digits like probably 10 grand a stream i'd say I, if not more 
right. and with the amount of people he has in there and all the products he's promoting and like th- yeah. those are those are significant partnerships nvidia is not saying to him hey we'll give you five thousand dollars a month to promote oh. it's like no it's, it's fucking it, dr disrespect no. i offer you a free 1080 ti in exchange yeah. <laughs> for your sponsorship <laughs> that's not the that's not the deal he's, he's landed yeah for yeah. sure i, I but I mean, there are there are people, there are businessmen where there's never enough money, right? Like, you know, he has a few money. Mm. I think we all agree on that. But I bet yeah. he's like, I'm well shy of a billion. You know, that's crazy. I, I, I saw this thing today. Here, I, I'll link it to you. It was really interesting to me. It, it was talking about the wealth of different people and how, like, <laughs> basically Elon Musk is a lot closer in wealth to us than he is Jeff Bezos. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Oh yeah. You say it like it's obvious, but I don't think I just ever really looked at it through that lens before. Like, well, it, yeah, I guess, but you see it from proportions, I suppose. So, so I'm I'm showing the the first chart on my stream, and there's us worth nothing. It doesn't matter. Let's say it's oh, nothing. It's presumptive. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, you poor retard idiot. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm on here twice. Anyway, forget about it. Anyway, it, 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 I'm on this video with both cameras. So, um. Uh, then you go to the second one, and it shows you some other like rich people: David Beckham, Cristiano Ronaldo. I think he's a soccer player too. Lionel Messi, the bunch of soccer players, as far as I understand. Yeah, and uh, they're all crumpled in here, down down by us, right? They, they, these guys are worth like seventy million. There's no commas, seven hundred million, something like that. It's still nothing. You go to the next level: Paul McCartney, Kanye West, Madonna, Justin Bieber. Look at them compared to Jeff. Bezos. Dude, he is fucking I had no idea it was that. Right? Stark. Look how extreme this is. Go to the next one where you have Oprah, George Lucas, Spielberg, Donald Trump over there bundled in next to us. JK Yeah, go to the next one and you get actual rich people. Michael Bloomberg, sixty billion dollars is closer to me than he is Jeff Bezos. Elon Musk. Is he more or less belongs? He's in the middle, of course, right? This but, motherfucker doesn't pay taxes. That is so unfair. Oh, it's you, disgusting. You're right, but I forgot. A chart of who pays the taxes. Yeah. <laughs> Him zero. Well, I, he yeah, does we, pay yeah, taxes. We, yeah. I suspect it, it's Amazon that does it. But the, the point still stands. Um, yeah, yeah. It, even the who's the richest guy there? Larry Page, I think. He's closer to us than he is Jeff Bezos. So yes, Taylor, if we uh, put your accurate net worth of six or seven <laughs> digits up there, it wouldn't make a difference. It wouldn't make a difference. After his wife. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> so um, uh, I forgot that got on. We got on that topic. Oh, oh, Doctor Disrespect, right? Yeah. The, you can see Mill socked away. I would guess he's worth eight digits. Right, that he's worth in the tens of millions would be my guess. I would say about 10, 20 million. Okay, yeah. So, um, uh, which in my head is enough, right? He's got enough to never work again. He can buy himself a fat house pretty much anywhere, and still like just live off his savings and and hopefully returns in the market. But um, uh, somehow this chart reminded me that like wealth just keeps going. It keeps going, you know? There are people who have Madonna wealth who are like, yeah, we can do better. So mm-hmm. uh, maybe Doctor, if Dr. Disrespect is starting his own Twitch, 
he wants to, you know, get closer to Elon Musk. Elon Musk made PayPal, got billions, and decided he wasn't even halfway through yet. Yeah. If you gave me a billion. It's like the human <laughs> condition to always want to improve, you know? Um, yeah. As soon as you, they said uh, some, something I read when I first started working out about a year ago is that you're never going to be big enough for yourself. Like you're always going to want to get bigger, stronger, or like improve something. You're never just done. Like you're never just going to stop and coast, you know? So hmm. you can't, you'll lose it. <laughs> Perhaps you haven't been following my career. <laughs> <laughs> I've stopped and coasted. But before we, uh, oh, go ahead, Woody. No, no, please, you go. I was going to say, uh, before we move on to our next topic, I want to tell you guys about a wonderful, wonderful company, Postmates. Ooh. And Woody and I use Postmates. I'm sure you two do as well. You're very high T, high IQ. Mm -hmm. uh, our, our most <laughs> avid user of Postmates, Kyle, is unfortunately, he just texted me and said, uh, the stitches scratch my eyeball. I'm in constant pain, especially if I use my good eye to look around. So that sounds just terrible to have stitches scratching your eye. So, so yeah. thoughts and prayers to, to, you know, to Kyle. Anyway, this episode of PKA is brought to you by a company we have lots of personal experience with, Postmates. You know what's great about eating your favorite thing? It's your favorite thing, and you're eating it. You know what's not great? Getting it. And the only fast things that deliver are not what you're craving. Introducing Postmates, the app that adds a delivery option to your favorite restaurants. Imagine, anything you want to eat, delivered. You don't have to drive, park, or even talk on the phone to order. Just download the app and order. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, Postmates will bring you, bring you what you want within the hour. You can even see your food is and track the driver. You forgot the eggs and milk? No problem. Craving a tasty burger? Check. Looking for the perfect bottle of red wine or a summer beer? Order up. Postmates is your new long-term munchies booty call. For a limited time, Postmates is giving you $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app today and use code PKA. That's code PKA for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. Save the hassle. Get the food you love fast at Postmates with code PKA. $100. So that is like one of our best deals in PKA history. Well, lots of people are calling it the best deal of all time. <laughs> the best deal in the history of trade deals. I was talking to a couple of my advisors. They said, my God, you have to be a fucking retard to not download Postmates. Just go <laughs> And so, yes, fantastic company. Check them out. And uh, yeah, I, guess we'll, I guess we'll just knock them both out right now. May as well. And uh, another wonderful, wonderful company, ExpressVPN. Admit it. You think that cybercrime is something that happens to other people. You may think that no one wants your data or that hackers can't grab your passwords or credit card details, but you would be wrong. Stealing data from unsuspecting people on public Wi-Fi is one of the simplest and cheapest ways for hackers to make money. When you leave your internet connection unencrypted, you might as well be writing your passwords and credit card numbers on a huge billboard for the rest of the world to see. That's why we decided to take action, which is why we're recommending you to get ExpressVPN to protect yourself from cyber criminals. ExpressVPN secures and anonymizes your internet browsing by encrypting your data and hiding it in your public IP address. In hiding your public IP address. ExpressVPN has easy-to-use apps that run seamlessly in the background of your computer, phone, or tablet. Turning on ExpressVPN protection only takes one click. Using ExpressVPN, I could safely surf on public Wi-Fi without being snooped on or having my personal data stolen. For less than 7 bucks a month, you can get the same ExpressVPN protection that I have. I, I use this. Uh, ExpressVPN is rated the number one VPN service by TechRadar and comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, but you won't need it. Protect your online activity today and find out that you can get three months free 
at expressvpn.com slash PKA. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash PKA for three months free with a one-year package. Visit expressvpn.com slash PKA to learn more. Very, very cheap. You can't afford not to have this. Three months of knowing snooping on what you're doing online. Yep. So have fun, boys. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Postmates and ExpressVPN. Links below to those wonderful, wonderful companies. Well, cool. All right. Well done, Reeds Taylor. Oh, thank you. Ah, We don't need Kyle to ever come back. (laughs) Dude's 29, Reeds on a 30 year old level. Yes. Yeah. I read it to the 30 year old level. Perfect. (laughs) What do you got? What are you looking at? I was I, my I got my my topic sheet like I always do. Um, I, <laughs> did you see on the Reddit somebody posted a video of them stuffing sixty M and M's into their foreskin and then <laughs> and he's dumping it out and then he eats all the M and M's. Which Reddit was this? This was ours. This is our subreddit Fucking about our podcast. <laughs> I should have guessed. Delightful. Did we ask for that video? think so i think is I that my that. new normal voice did we ask for that no i'm i'm almost positive i asked for someone to do that <laughs> <laughs> was it was it pka or, or your twitch i think it, it, i kind of remember it uh, they blend together now where i'll be like did i tell that joke on the show did i tell it on twitch it's so specific you have you you, you had to request it 60 m&ms was it a good it seems like a pretty big dick i'm guessing uh well let's let's take a peek. <laughs> I shan't be looking. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll let you handle this one on your own. I need a link, Taylor. I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. God damn it! Oh, there it is. All right, do not. Uh, goes without saying, do not show this. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna happen. Uh, it's, don't don't show it! Don't show it! It's a, there's a dick in the thumbnail, so be careful. Oh, that I, it looked like a hand at first. What's the best way to? <laughs> All right, I've done it. Wowzers! Oh, okay, I see. I see. Oh yeah, I can make the Oh yeah, make out the penis, and I'm not, I'm not clicking it. You guys, I'm should... not. Yeah, I'm not clicking. As he pulls <laughs> the forest back, that, just more and more. Yeah. Sixty, huh? <laughs> is that really I, uh, some, you know i pictured peanut m&ms this is less impressive to be honest <laughs> peanut M&Ms. jesus christ yeah that's 60 regular wow but so it, i got to the soul. end and it wrapped around to the beginning you can hear him dropping <laughs> oh yeah you hear the furling <laughs> <laughs> of the foreskin and all you can see the the colored uh, where the, the you know if you hold them in your ma- in your hands it does melt in your hands the commercials are a lie listen yeah I wrote that down because I'm like that's too funny I want to bring that up <laughs> uh, this is a pretty Christ. high T move this guy probably uses Postmates careful now we're going to get a lot of foreskin boys in the, in the oh. <laughs> unintended consequences what other oh, things could a- they put in there if not M&M's um, no, I don't I'm know. circumcised. I don't. I don't get to play around with the foreskin, which I'm, I'm bummed yes. about. No, I didn't it's like re- fun. I didn't realize it was my other secure container. Yeah, yeah, it's like your kangaroo pouch, you know, mm-hmm. in a way. You put a rubber band around it. <laughs> James, do you have all your dick skin? 
Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. My parents don't never decide to chop it off, so I'm quite happy and living the life. What living the life. What's the most you've ever stuck in there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I try and think. I have tried a few things in my time, but I honestly can't remember what. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't put anything edible in there because, I mean, that's just a waste of food. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's a surprise uh, treat for the lady friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, your cock is ribbed for my pleasure. Oh, no, wait, it's just 60 m <laughs> 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 that's when she realized that the wine she drank tasted a little funny and things are getting hazy <laughs> jesus <laughs> yeah so, <laughs> yeah no i i can't recall what i've what i've exactly put uh under my foreskin but if i do remember you'll be the first to know <laughs> um that's you're gonna make your own expose video about it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> make that the april fool's Five video yeah. <laughs> got a lot of April Fool's ideas now. Yeah, uh, we're giving to you for the next decade. Knife montage on Modern Warfare, shoving stuff in your foreskin. Uh, censored, of course. That would be good. A good little. I, I like the idea of you doing the knife montage for April Fool's because it lets you have fun playing with knives, but then yeah. you also have to upload it in like 2008 Zer Grizz style <laughs> with, with like bad aspect ratio and oh, 480p. It with a dazzle, yeah. If it's longer than the song, the entire thing is just a loop of let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate 2008. Whenever, whenever old montages would loop like that, there would always yeah. be an obvious, like six second fucking gap before it'd start again. Yeah. If they use that song, it would start out just screaming, so there'd just be like dead silence and then it'd fucking yell again. Like you'd think your volume, you know, your speaker <laughs> shut off, so you'd turn it up and it'd deafen you. Do you remember that yeah. though? In like yeah. 2008, 2009, you do, Blaine, yeah. truth, you were on there. I, I was watching like Grizz stuff back then. I remember showing a friend in 2008. I was like a senior in high school and I was like, dude, this guy's jumping around, jumping <laughs> off vacant, spinning, hitting people. And like I, my dumb ass is like, he's doing this consistently. <laughs> he definitely wasn't. But like, yeah, seeing his videos, like, yeah, it, it going in retrospect. But like every time you would see a new COD montage pop, pop up, in your head, you'd be like, "Please, just any song, but let the bodies hit the floor." <laughs> yeah, any song but that, and, 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 and <laughs> inevitably, it was always that song. Oh yeah. Did you know Beyond Blame Truth? I did. Do you don't know how he's doing? Like you haven't kept up. I have not. Jeez, uh, it's been at was, least eleven years. Yeah, I don't know. Probably next to Excal, he was one of the most talented on the stick. He's very good at Call of Duty. And very good. Yes. It's my understanding that he left the COD community, joined the Navy, and just beasted with UAVs or something in real life. Hmm. I could be all wrong, but I choose to believe it. That's how I remember it. You know, I choose to believe it too. We're just gonna go for it. <laughs> nice conclusion, you know. Um, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard from him in 10, 11 years. Um, do you guys know that guy who camps at all? Anybody? I don't know um, him, but I've I've heard of him. I know who he is. I've heard of the name. I've heard of the name for sure. Yeah, he's he like an old school back guy. in the day. Like yeah, he was the biggest at the time. He quit cold turkey. Uh, he kept in contact with me occasionally, like every few years. He would drop me a message, and um, he just came back full time actually, out of nowhere, like to YouTube. Um, I think he's doing pretty well too. What's so, he playing? Cause I want to say the newest Modern Warfare, which. Hmm. 
back to that man that game's terrible i'm sorry if you guys like it but <laughs> that's that's why my youtube saw a resurgence because i was shitting on it just oh. video after video were you playing just, it while crapping on it no i refunded it i played it for i bought the game i played it for like i played the beta the beta was mm -hmm. bad but i played the full game and it was worse so then i just refunded it and then i think a month later i bought it just to cover the maps they would release because they were so fucking bad what was your and criticism I, of the game my criticism do you want the topics of all like a hundred videos <laughs> no goodness gracious summarized version <laughs> jesus how much can um, you hate a game thunder oh man <laughs> dude thunder ain't got nothing on me with this one really go on yeah okay so the maps are the worst fucking maps in the entire series. And I've played them since Call of Duty 4. Um, I remember World War II came out, COD World War II, and people dogged on that game's maps. This game's maps are atrocious. Hmm. The only way... I think the only way people enjoy the game anymore is because they keep coming out with these shoot house and, and shipment playlists weekly mm -hmm. where you can just mindlessly drop in and you know whatever those are small tiny maps you can't really fuck those up outside of that though they made shipment bad though they got they did they, they keep changing old maps mm -hmm. for no fucking reason and, and uh breaking them the weapon balance is bad really the only thing people were using for months was the m4 and the mp5 the other weapons made up as well existed um i will i will give them credit Battle Royale is good. Warzone's good. I'm not a Battle Royale guy, but I think they nailed that. I think that's what they should have released first because the multiplayer is just garbage. Like, mm. uh, Ghost, they reverted it back to the old camper Ghost, so it's not like Black Ops, you know, where you have to be moving um, to not be on UAV. Uh, doors. The doors are the worst part of the fucking game because all the doors do are... Remember, like, think think about uh, what's a good map? Like Summit. Okay. Think about Summit. Black Ops One. Everybody knows Summit. Snowy one, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah Classic so. map. Everybody likes Summit. Love it. That's true. Yeah. Imagine if every doorway had fucking doors that you couldn't blow up, that were you didn't know what was behind them. You know what I mean? Like every single doorway in the map. Imagine if they had actual doors that. 90% of the time are going to be closed. So you can't effectively like run and gun anymore. You have Don't to you stop. just run through them and they blast open? Yeah, but the thing is, is people plant claymores behind them. And if mm. they're not planting claymores behind them, they're sitting in a random mm. corner. Like before, you could see them sitting, you know, because the doorway is open. Mm. But since there's just a door blocking your line of sight, you don't know what's behind it. You know what I mean? Like it, it slows down the game so fucking slow that mm. it's it's... It's almost like Rainbow Six Siege just without anything fun or good. That's why I can put it. And I can go on. The the vis like the 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 I don't want to say the graphics. The graphics are good, but like the the visibility. It's dog shit. They get shit glaring at you, fucking sand flying everywhere, you know, like um, mm. can't see anybody. Like people are kind of camouflaged. I don't like um, the lack of mini map. I miss that. The yeah. lack of what? The oh, mini yeah. map, yeah. It used to be there was like a, like, I don't know if I could do it now, but back in the day, 
I could just always know what was happening on the minimap. Every dot would instantly register, and I know where those players were. And it was like a sixth sense. Like, you really kept yeah. on top of everything. It rewarded um, you for, for being like a, a, an active player. player. Yeah, tech mm. player veteran. Yeah, veteran player. Yeah, I played a lot, right? I, I, yeah. So, uh, you know, so as that minimap, as the dots popped off, I knew exactly what was happening all the time. Now it's this mm. compass thing, and I, it doesn't mean anything to me. And why separate it? Because it's it's just it's separating it just to add another thing to the HUD, which is already a bit crowded. Mm-hmm. Like why do it? You just it's just a way for like basically before the game came out, they did interviews with the developers and the devs said they wanted the game to be easily accessible for new players. That's why there's skill based matchmaking. That's another reason why uh, you're winning me over. Yeah, see, I'm not, I mean, logically I'm winning you over, but you might still enjoy it, and that's fine. Skill-based matchmaking is rough. So what happens is um, when I live stream the game, some of the people I would live stream with are very good, right? They're one percenters. And after a game or two, I'm getting lumped in with one percenters. Well, if I ever was that, I'm not now. And, Mm. you know, you just get wrecked. And it's like, shit, like, you literally don't want to play with, it used to be, if someone was good at the game and they were your friend, they were an asset to the team. Now yeah. they are absolutely a liability. You don't want that guy because he's going to bring a dozen like him on the other side or half a dozen, whatever. And mm-hmm. and you're just going to get ruined. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with um, competition, but I liked. There should be call- ranked. Yeah. Like make a rank, a rank, make a rank mode. But uh, I liked, I mean, I, just Black Ops 4, for instance. I, I like Black Ops 4. And I remember playing that game and sometimes you're just trouncing noobs. Sometimes you're facing good competition that you can barely eke out a win against. Sometimes you're facing good competition that beats you, Mm -hmm. but that's what call of duty is. It's like you just get thrown into a game with the best connection. If they're good or bad, you don't fucking know. That's what's so fun about it. And there's a skills progression that feels good about that. You know, how you're doing every night on as a whole. You can see what's up. When there's skill-based matchmaking, you're always average. There's someone out there who is your peer, and you'll always do average in every game. Yeah, it's Mm. so so James, if you're gonna get it, um, just know everything (laughs) I'm saying because yeah, I've covered I wouldn't recommend it. I would I would just wait for the uh the next one to come out, which should be October, November, something Not like that. Not too long now. Everyone's been telling me to get it now since hmm. it came out, and I've just realized that they must be <laughs> telling me for like 11 months. Probably. Well, Warzone is free. Warzone's free. The, Warzone's free. Yeah. yeah, the Battle Royale one is free, so you could always try that. Try uh, that. I might try that. I like. I always thought Battle Royale was great. I was... Uh, I always imagined battle royale existing before battle royale existed and so when it happened i was I kind of felt a bit like a prophet <laughs> um though i feel like everyone else just kind of always thought about it too so yeah but i i definitely will get it if it's free because i always wondered how call of duty tackled that so i'm i'm interested in that at least uh, i was never the best at Fortnite. in fact i was pretty fucking terrible for some reason i'm because i i don't know why exactly because I, I was always thought I was all right at Call of Duty. I was the right Call of Duty at least, but fuck, could never get into Fortnite. I never terrible. played Fortnite, but I've watched it, and goodness gracious, those guys are busy switching back, building towers. In the oh, middle I of think the fight. building's the hardest bit for me. Uh, building was fucking draining. The, it's stressful. 
me out. Like I follow Hutch on Twitter and he like, or wait, no, which is that that's the one where like you're throwing fences up and you're running yeah. up. Yeah, and once in a while, he, I'd see him post a clip that's like 30 seconds long, and he's like, Total domination. And I'm like, Watching, I'm like, What's happening? <laughs> like, this, this must be what my grandparents feel like. I'm, oh, like, I'm watching him. It's League of Legends for me. Like, is, is he making the path, or is this happening <laughs> organically in front of him? And he has to. <laughs> I had no idea. And after a little bit, it's like, Okay, I kind of. You know what's the most yeah. impressive video game skill to watch? Like, like if I see an amazing person in Fortnite, maybe I don't completely appreciate it. League of Legends is that times 10. I don't know what the fuck is happening. I, I, people are like, look at how great I did. And not until one guy disappears. Oh, I see. That was the one that was winning. But mm. Guitar Hero, we all understand that that is an ungodly level of information processing and reaction. And, and it, it's, it's the one game that impresses parents. Dance Dance Revolution. That's yeah. okay. Two games. Oh, yeah. Two games. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Garage Band. Nope. Doesn't count. Too similar. That's still two games. <laughs> I, think, I think watching people that are good at fighting games really impressive too. Because as someone who I just bought an arcade stick as like a joke mm-hmm. and um, on myself. And yeah, it's pretty fucking terrible. So, um, and I'm pretty good at the average game. You know what general. I'm looking forward to? What? The new Microsoft Flight Simulator. That thing has my attention. You haven't heard of it? I haven't heard of this either. Microsoft made the best flight simulators for ages. It's what the 9-11 terrorists used to train. Like oh, it, it was so realistic, and you could go to real airports, and like they just now, after like a decade of not making them, they're just leaps and bound improving the industry again. This genre is about to be reborn, and I am all in i'm getting a little tired of waiting for it you know like i feel like i was this excited about it a year ago or something You're like oh, come on guys release the game oh, I, oh fucking hell i remember this oh i do remember I, don't know if, I don't know if i i played that specific flight simulator but i always played a flight simulator when i was a young kid and i just remember trying to land my plane at really obscure airfields and just crashing every time <laughs> yeah. so it partnered with their um what is the microsoft map called do you guys know the map yeah they have they have a maps app right yeah am i crazy Uh, i don't have have my phone they they, like data mapped the planet and turned it into something next level and it, it's oh, fucking shit, man. oh my god it's super crazy every airport sounds- every airport i don't care if it's a grass strip in your neighborhood they have that airport all of that them. is and, and, and that it's is not like thing. generic tower or whatever it's that tower it's the right tower the thing has been like 3d visualized with satellite photos everywhere have you watched this trailer? i'm sure you've watched the trailer on their site i've probably have looks, seen every trailer tremendous like yeah. i need to i need to watch that where is the trailer because- i'm on their site is it the top if you click on X019 trailer okay. under insider login, yeah, it's like the, the scenery is unbelievable. Unbelievable. I just, uh, I always imagine something like this finally happening. And yeah. Where they just did the whole fucking world. The weather. So I know a little bit about micrometeorology because I fly this paramotor. And the way that they've modeled like what air does around 
mountains and shit. Like if you could imagine them, it being water and the a flow of water coming over the mountain and being like little white red rapids at the bottom or like whatever the fuck it's doing. Thermals that are boiling up. Like all that stuff is modeled in this at a level that it's never, this particular plane, this Icon A5, I have a, a soft spot for. It's what I would get if I wanted a plane and I had more money. Um, anyway, yeah, they have all these great planes. The weather modeling is next level. It's, it, I'm really psyched for this. I'll be streaming it, I'm sure. I'm, I'm, I've started my research into, you know, which uh, yoke to buy and what exactly I need. And, you know, Thrustmaster was kind of my nickname back in 19. Let's re-earn that. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, I used to fly these flight sims like Falcon 3 and stuff back in the day. And I used a Thrustmaster. And Jackie called me that. <laughs> the, nice. <laughs> Yeah. The thrustmaster strikes again, this time with a local high school girl. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. She was in college. <laughs> no, I was saying that would be a funny name of a, a prolific rapist. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Be like, hey, you know what? Uh, maybe we shouldn't give cutesy names to, to rapists. Like, oh, playing so well with the 65 and up demo. <laughs> the only people who still watch this tube. Oh. I'm looking at these screenshots, though, uh, still, because they have a ton, and it, it looks. Graphically speaking, looks it's insane. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I, I uh, PC requirements are always a little sketchy for me, like because they tell you it runs on anything. Like, oh yeah, you know, just get your get your Pentium two up here, it'll run. It's like, no, no, no. What do you really need? What do you need for it to look like this? Yeah, that's <laughs> that should be <laughs> the benchmark. Like, what do I do to get this looking like this? 60 FPS minimum, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, tell me the PC requirements and then tell me what you used for the trailers because that's the mm -hmm. one I want. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'm, I'm still rocking a 1070 in my gaming rig and I think that should be good for 1080p stuff for the next couple years still, I'm hoping. so. 1080p, I, I, I wouldn't know. It's hard to say. The game's not even out yet. I don't think they know. But um, uh, I'm, I'm ready for I have a 1080 Ti. And I would mm. upgrade. I play Escape from Tarkov, which has it, it performance issues, so it really mm -hmm. benefits from a good computer, especially a good computer. CPU. Say that again. So it needs some blue chew. Ah, yes. Yeah, performance issues <laughs> is my 47-year-old uh, nickname. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Your nickname is not quite what it used to be. But so anyway, uh, as soon as the 3080 comes out, I'll probably do that. Uh, I game a lot. I can justify it, probably. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you're looking at our our group chat, Woody, on, on text. He says it's going to be a week before he can get those stitches out from the inside of his eyelid. So he's mm -hmm. like, because every, like, obviously, you can't just look one direction with one eye. Like, you look. You have to be a lizard. Yeah, you have to be a lizard to do that. And so he's going to have to deal with a week of constant pain of stitches scratching his eye. Oh, God. Awful. And when he sleeps, if he does like REM, you know, where your eyes. Ooh. Yeah. That would bring on nightmares. Yeah. It'd be terrible. That's a nightmare itself. It's having something scratching your eye. I wonder if he has eye drops for that. Like, um, I'm sure they gave him some kind of lube, like lubricant. Yeah. Yeah. That, my wife got. Um, so <laughs> funny thing about Jackie. Her blink reflexes are like bottom 5%. It 
It's terrible. I swear you could reach forward and just touch her eye and you'd get her. She's bad at it. Which is, you know, pretty much how she got them scratched so much because she watches babies. She loves babies and, and babies claw at your eyes. I guess it's just a baby thing. So, um, shucks, it felt like for you know, five or six years, she was always getting these like corneal abrasions from, from kids' fingernails. And uh, they gave her this like lubricant for her eye that would make it, you know, while it was healing, maybe make it hurt a little less or whatever. But what's funny is it was like glow in the dark lime green. So she'd put it in there and just like around the corners, maybe by the tear ducts, it'd be like, what the fuck? Like, you know, <laughs> you're shining at me. It was, it was crazy. But pretty cool. Yeah. It's a good look. Not for her, really. No, but it's, it's <laughs> for you, though. so long as it's funny. Yeah. As long as it's funny for me. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. Man, it... One of my friends got COVID. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. He took a flight to DC. Like, Your age? Yeah. My age. Uh, and it, it, the last time I hung out with him was, was before he took this flight. That was like three weeks ago. But two weeks ago, almost exactly, he took that flight to DC and back. And now today, he's getting like a high fever. And, or not today. Oh, wow. it was, you know, he, he got tested already. It, little bit ago and it's come back as positive Ooh. and it's like so far just kind of like a fevery flu you know mm -hmm. like he's not saying anything about it being like super intense or anything but also he's he's a healthy guy he yeah. runs like you know his diet's better than mine but <laughs> <laughs> have you guys have you guys heard of uh covid potentially making men sterile if they contract it? Yeah, yeah there's a lot oh, of internal no. organs Fuck with yeah. it can fuck with your reproductive system. It can fuck with your pulmonary system and make it so you just have fucked up lungs. Uh, there's something about like liver or kidneys that it could cause lingering damage to those. I, th I think the big fear though is like the lingering lung damage from yeah. the stuff. Yeah, that's the one yeah. I hear most about. My friend got COVID and one of my paramotor friends, and uh, he also like he he had a fever. I think a scratchy throat for a while, and it it wasn't the worst for it him. Chills he, like that, like you know when you have the flu and you just you're sweaty, but you're. <laughs> I want to yeah. say, I want to say, if you're healthy and active, um, have a good diet. It, I mean, I'm no, I'm no doctor, but I want to say it shouldn't affect you as as badly. Your odds you know? are better. I, I think that's well, a yeah. better way to phrase it. Like you know, the healthy people are dying too. But see, I get oh, all my daily, all it, my daily nutrients and everything. Mm -hmm. I get that every day. It's the amount of surplus. Yeah, I was about to say by eleven a.m. Actually, that's the problem. <laughs> oh, I, by like dinner time, it's like, well, I've had all my nutrients. I, I've mostly hit. Well, I, I I drink my protein shake last thing before bed at night, and so I don't get that macro. But I put it in my fitness pal prior, and it's like, God, late night snacking is going to be the death of me. Taylor, yeah. how how much uh, protein do you eat a day? Out of curiosity, uh, right now because I'm you know failing at a cut. Uh, I'm I, even so I try and hit around like 170, 170 grams or so. So I was eating about one fifty. Mm -hmm. uh, I say to eat it around your, your body weight. That's what I weigh right now. And um, I've been jacking that way up and eating. Um, when I do snack, I eat like these things right here. Which oh, are, I, could, I cannot get into those. You can't? They taste the exact same to me. Yeah, but um, what is it? Are those tortilla? Yeah. Yeah. Quest protein tortilla. Oh. I haven't tried the tortilla kind. I got the regular kind, like a sour cream and onion, like Lay's imitation. And oh. it basically turns to whey protein powder in your mouth. It's just yeah, awful. This is, this is way better. Um, I've been doing that. I up my protein intake to like 
I've been getting over 200 a day, like 220, 210, 220. And uh, even though I'm eating like a shit ton, I mean, I'm eating more because I kind of want to get bigger right now. I'm actually getting leaner. It's weird. Um, I'm dropping nice. body fat like really fast. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that's because of the protein, but if you want to cut, try just like up in your protein even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two months ago, I I lost like nine pounds that month. The mm-hmm. last four weeks... There have been a lot of devastatingly bad weekends in there. And I think even with like being good for most of the week, it's like, I think I'm down like a pound and a half. Yeah. I've been aided by burning my mouth. It's kind of fixed now. I'm about 95% better, but I had burning hot vegetables at lunch and I, I knew they were burning hot. I, I could see I was making a mistake, but I made it anyway. And then my God, it was like the worst I've had in my whole life. The day one wasn't even that bad, but by two, it was like, ooh, this is an issue. By three, I thought it'd be getting better, but no, I was still headed up the bill curve. I was still going. Might have peaked at three or four or something. Day five, six, still problems. I look at most of the snacky things are crunchy, right? Things like trail mix, uh, chips and salsa. Not at all appetizing. That's just a bucket of pain. That yeah. uh, I had a good week. Dude, on, on Monday, so... I. My current workout routine is Monday through Friday. You know, I, I do it. And then Saturday, Sunday is usually like my activity is yard work or whatever the hell I have to do. Mm-hmm. And this past Sunday, I spent the past weekend with my grandparents and I texted you, Woody, and texted everybody the size of the meals so that people <laughs> would know I wasn't exaggerating. And I tweeted it and people were like, oh my God, you weren't, that wasn't a bit for the show. Three she pounds really of meat that. per person. And three pounds of steak per person. That doesn't take <laughs> into account the lobster tail, the shrimp kebabs. Uh, she she made three entire beer can chickens. Um, it, it was bananas. And then like later that night, like I'm just I was it was like Saturday night. I'm just stuffed to the rafters. And she comes in. She's like, "Yeah, I've got some fried okra in there. Or I've got some okra in there, and I could fry that up for you if you'd like." And I'm like about to vomit. I'm so full. And I'm like, I'd, I'd love it. Fries. <laughs> 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 Have you guys ever had fried okra? That's mm-hmm. oh, it's Southern delicacy, man. I fucking yeah. love mm-hmm. fried okra. And wolfed a bunch of that down. And then on Sunday, like then that Saturday night, because I was going home Sunday, I was like, tomorrow we buckle down. I'm going to bring a bunch of food back. Don't get me wrong. But I'm going to meter it out. I'm going to meter that food out. I, I ate so much on Sunday. I think I had total like two and a half lobster tails, um, a bunch, so much steak. I just didn't, I stopped counting like a bunch of like, everyone's <laughs> ate much of that i had some shrimp i had a big old baked potato i i was just eating and it was like it's the it might be the most close to the most i've ever eaten in a day like because all of it was so good and i just i brought one of the whole chickens home and i would just like walk in there and just like cut some off or rip a leg off and eat that and like the next more i've never and not not even any drinking for a hangover just you know there's no room in the stomach for alcohol with this kind of food around what are you retarded (laughs) and I woke up on Sunday and I've never been food hungover to that extent, but like I just gurgles sounds coming out of the entire torso region protesting. I forget. Also, I had like 10 ribs, 10 spare ribs, and I I was going to do my workout that day. And first of all, when I was like squatting, like I was putting on my weight belt, couldn't get to the normal notches on on But I, I went to do like bench a little later and like I did my first like just, you know, when you like you realize something's not going to pan out for you 
Like, mm-hmm. and you go down with the rep. And it's the same weight I was doing consistently for months, ever since, or a couple months, in like rep one of all things. And the night before, I was like, no, all this chicken, this is just extra power. <laughs> and it turns out that is not true at one point your body will go enough please as yeah. a matter of fact you need to sap energy from every one of your limbs and organ systems to try to and digest the bowling balls you're trying to shove through us right now <laughs> and it was oh man but what a day <laughs> oh it's just so nice to feast i haven't done it lately but on my stream every time i died i used to do five pull-ups and 20 push-ups and uh, sometimes, like after the first death, it'd be like, oh, oh, oh not the best me today, huh? <laughs> Fuck, if I die a lot, this is going to get embarrassing. <laughs> and, you got to make up injuries. <laughs> uh, I <hurt> my <laughs> uh, So yeah. what's, uh, James, what's your, your day-to-day workout regimen or, you know, runner, swimmer, biker, lifter? What do you do? Gamer. Oh, well. Oh well, well, I'm many, many things, but um, I don't actually do too much workout. I I play sports, uh, typically. Um, I play some racket sports. Uh, normally squash. Unfortunately, I haven't really had much access to that. So currently, it's just going out for a walk in the day. We also got a table tennis table, so I play a bit of that. Um, but otherwise, not too much. I'm not really the most uh focused on obtaining muscle mass personally um so i'm just kind of chilling normally bit of sports here and there stay fit i like stay fit i like to Mm -hmm. stay stay you know well exercised so i can move around swiftly with agility and get from a to b all the things you swiftness yeah Yeah, exactly exactly it's it's a surprisingly useful asset i'll have you know especially in this household it's it's a it's a minefield of of hallways and annoying (laughs) door frames so being able to move in between the lot it's it's good fun it's good fun i am getting very tired now but uh, do I know? I don't. I'm currently chilling with the fam. Um, nice. We're having a we're having a good old time. Uh, there is the option to move out uh, because I got a lot of my friends who live up in London, and they're always like, "James, come up. I will have a we'll have a riot." And I was like, "Well, maybe I'm not ready quite yet for a riot. I'm quite happy ch- with the fam. I know a few friends locally." go and meet up with them and i can get what i want to get done from here without <laughs> massive expenditure the big thing about london is that it's really pricey especially where <coughs> my friends like to hang around and i'm not a big fan of spending money not unless it's necessary Either. so it's things i have to take account for video production costs and so on that's the sort of things that video I production costs account. Is that running yeah. the dozens of dollars? I can imagine. Oh, it's it's a it's a fair bit, especially um, especially when it's a long video. That's when it starts to stack up. Really? My because you yeah you, you, you hire an editor. Yeah, well, I got I have multiple editors. I work with Ooh, multiple editors, okay, so okay. Uh, we we it's kind of like this stylistic thing. Basically, I have editors take different segments. 
and it gives it a bit more variety. It also makes it quite efficient. So it's a nice combo. Some people don't like it, but a lot of people seem to warm to it and get into it and appreciate it. And as said, a lot of people also just tend to listen to the audios and mm. probably don't notice anyway. But it's a nice visual aid for those who want something there to represent it. And if they want to pay a bit more active attention, then there's reward for doing so. So I like to think that you cover both grounds. So I'm, I'm, I mean, that's a bit off, po- off uh, no, piece no. from what we were discussing, but um, I you're like making a smart move living at home with where yeah. you are. Cause you're, you're in your early twenties, aren't you? Yeah, I'm 23. I'm quite, okay. yeah, it's, it's early twenties. Like a lot of people, the second they started making money online, at least back when Woody and I were getting started after mm. started, it was like, all right, I'm out. I'm fucking 19. And I'm making just enough money to get an apartment. I'm piecing. It was like at, at 20 years old. Yeah. Yeah. House. Yep. Really? Yeah. A lot of people yeah. did. And then they realized later, oh, fuck. Damn. I'm just kind of hemorrhaging money that I could otherwise be socking away. And so very smart of you to do that. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm quite a cautious person. I kind of expect the worst preparation, uh, zombie apocalypse. And, mm. um, we're kind of close. I, I, yeah. Yeah. It I I I like the approach. It generally treats me well and if I feel like I need to do something to let off some steam then the options there and I have a I have one of my friends who's um James Marriott and um he 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 does he does very well especially like with the sort of videos he does because quite short but you can get a lot of ads on them so it's good money but you know he 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 spends it so quickly and especially living up in london i think a lot of the the, my friends up in london do that and um i i i respect it but at the same time it's just i I just feel that i'm a bit more of a long long long-term planner and Mm. although i respect their confidence and it makes sense in many ways the the fact that they are so incredibly talented uh they'll probably be set for life regardless i also want to take into account the instance that actually this doesn't quite work out and i don't make as much as i plan and and in the end it all falls down because there's 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 a lot of hurdles especially for the content that i make um recently there's been a wave of uh smaller commentators and even medium-sized commentators on 200 300,000 subscribers um being having their channels just fully demonetized and um and youtube is very unpredictable particularly for commentators because uh, they have we we saw about shane dawson all the all the egregious shit he said and many of these guys notorious individuals who we've spoken about have mm-hmm. their channels fully monetized but if you if you speak about them then then uh then youtube will, will pull you up and um i don't know exactly what's what's going yeah. on they're um, making secret sacred cows yeah yeah it's 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 uh there's a lot of people saying it might just be a glitch which it might just be but at the same time i'm also kind of suspicious because it's hit very specific creators currently who are rather outspoken 
and um, mm. opinionated. Though it did also hit uh, another podcast uh, channel. So I mean, I can't say for certain. It may well be a glitch, but it, it also kind of makes me a bit cagey about what's around the corner with YouTube. You never know exactly what's going to happen. And um, therefore, for me, it's I don't really want to get complacent and say, "Oh yeah, this is this is a this is a this is a tight ship." You know, we got this sorted because I I never feel like that. I and um, the moment I I feel like that is probably the moment that something does actually go wrong. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, it happened, um, and he was a huge commentator. Like, oh yeah, yeah, and we've what? had him on the show. He's a very funny guy. Who yeah, Mr. Mediker. Mr. Mediker. Yeah, he's um, he makes similar kind of videos to uh, he to does, what James does. Like an expose. Yeah. He does it a little more, uh, a little more. He's, he's a big, big old nihilist. He is, and you can you can definitely tell. Um, he he's kind of he's he, he's not the sort of YouTube YouTube guy that the that people that they're gonna warm to at corporate basically and you. um and unfortunately and unfortunately that's that's what uh that's that's what they decided with his channel and um mm-hmm. and it's all it's all rather suspects what happens with a lot of the smaller commentators in particular and how deep that can go and how willing they are how far they're willing to go for me i, I there's a part of me that hopes that because my mild man nature and my rather hopefully kind of softly spoken approach to a lot of this stuff that i you know i shouldn't necessarily feel threatened but i still do because youtube uh uh unpredictable yeah they often don't see the nuance and um they've proven that more than enough so i feel that it's it's uh it's difficult sometimes to ever feel completely safe which is why i tend to kind of be quite frugal um mm-hmm. with expenditure that's and it's very yeah. smart yeah. um especially at your age right now it's incredibly smart because uh I'm not sure about Taylor, but I tend to go on like big, you know, spendy. Like if I have a good day on stream or a, a, I get a YouTube sponsor or something, I'm like, oh shit, I can. I spent thirty dollars on didgeridoo. <laughs> okay, well, that's <laughs> the question. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, sometimes I'll just buy some random stuff, and I'm like, I know I shouldn't, but it's that like quick mm-hmm. dopamine, you know? It's like I don't yeah. smoke cigarettes or I don't I don't drink anymore, so I'm like. I'm buying a Halloween shirt. I'm, I'm buying it. <laughs> It'll make me happy. For a <laughs> It'll make me happy for like 10, 10 minutes. And so, yeah, it's very good. It's a very good mindset to have at 23 though, especially because I'm 31 and I'm still buying stupid. <laughs> shit. I thought about buying these big, stupid, like 80s sci-fi sunglasses. It is embarrassing for me to scroll through my Amazon order. History. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Let me see what kind of shit I bought off Amazon recently. I think, I think that's the case for me though. Personally, it's just the fact that I do, I do have a lot of self control because I think without the self control, I would actually be insane, Mm. um, and I probably go completely off the other end, um, because there's kind of like this divide between between what 
what I kind of how I've you know, kind of just developed myself into being and and what what I what sort of temptations that I often kind of fight against uh, or I fought against in the past. Everything seems rather under control and under wraps now, but at the same time, um, I know that there there were times in the past where I I would you know just just fucking go off the rails with uh with crap and so it felt necessary particularly when you're becoming a commentator who kind of like builds his reputation off being somewhat composed so it fell into line with the persona and um and i learned a lot from my parents in a way my dad in particular who was always very um it was he was very diligent and um he's one of those blokes who's kind of doesn't necessarily come across as too intelligent but he is really really intelligent he he knows what he's doing and he always has a plan of for things ahead of time and that's why i admire a lot about him he's mm. a he, he he's just something he's just switched on to some greater level of understanding of, of human nature and even though he's kind of like your classic um dad who's who's just a a bit out of touch and 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 as as a few views that you think eh, um a bit outdated but at the same time he's a fucking genius and he's so bloody sharp and he's he's mm-hmm. uh he's he's in he's in his 60s now and he's still he's still going incredibly strong and i i doubt he'll be uh your dad's stopping. in the 60s yeah 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 like way um, older yeah no my my parents quite quite old i'm i no i'm the oldest sibling i actually have a younger brother um and he's mm. he's uh let me just be certain here he is 15 15 i'm pretty certain he's 15 um i tend to i tend to forget because um he he's a curious old chap my brother he's a curious chap um, your dad's a curious chap having kids at 50 yeah oh oh yeah oh he's a he, he, that that's that's the thing that's my dad he's just that's my you. dad quality loads he just <laughs> he's, he, he is i mean it's true it's true you can't <laughs> deny you can't deny him my daddy's just an absolute machine there's no real other way to put it. He just he just does what he wants and he knows what he wants and he, he goes and does it and he's happy with it and he's kind of in that sort of niche where he's just kind of chilling and he's just kind of realized that life is a thing that happens and so he's just kind of going with it and that's what I respect about 51. him. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a good mindset though. And uh yeah. It's a very good mindset. My my mom is similar to your dad in the sense that she mm. prepares for um, the worst all the time, mm. but not not. I mean, I make it sound like she's a doomsday prepper, and I'm not coming <laughs> that way either. But she kind of is a doomsday prepper. Like she'll, your dad sounds like a nice balance, whereas my mom mm. um, thinks that if it rains, like the world's ending or something like that. <laughs> you know, uh, she'll over prepare to the point where yeah. there's. She doesn't have fun. She won't allow herself to have fun, or she'll overstock. She'll hoard cans of green beans or something, you know, because yeah, of, yeah, yeah, 
like she's the type that uh, like when Corona first struck the U.S., she would she would be the one going and buying up like five thousand dollars worth of toilet paper and paper towels. That's you know? a lot. Yeah. She's always yeah. Gonna have it. Yeah. Uh, I think I mean, I think the best balance is kind of preparing. Um, but at the same time, accepting that if something happens, then it happens. Yeah. And there's not really too much that can be done about it once it's happened you, don't you just need have to know paper. better you don't need paper towels you need to buy novelty musical instruments <laughs> on amazon that people I've, donate exact people will like like someone said hey if i give you six bucks will you get a slide whistle and I'm like, I, don't care. So I was like <laughs> I, love how, I love how these are all within grabbing distance around here, all here. by the way <laughs> incredible <laughs> incredible work but it's it's hard. It's- James has this super long, uh, super long, like very wholesome thing about being frugal and preparing for the worst as you go. Honk, honk, like off- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is it goes this into is it. Worst. Do it. This is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got it for a second. <laughs> there was no preparing for this. No. It sounds like a tuba. <laughs> that one was good. <laughs> I love the pride. Like, hey guys, did you see? <laughs> yeah. yeah this, oh, I, was, I was walking around my my living room, scaring the shit out of my dogs today, just <laughs> blowing this thing. Oh, they hate the didgeridoo. <laughs> oh, that's funny. They're terrified of the clown horn. Not the dogs don't like any of these novelty. Is there anything else? We got the clown horn, the slide whistle, the didgeridoo. Uh, oh, do you have the keyboard? Uh, bunch of custom. <laughs> that's better than I thought it was. Where these keep coming from? Like you keep pulling them out of thin air. It looks like Taylor has a thing where his stream can buy him things that he'll use on stream. So if okay. they decide that he should have a uh, the hell is that little instrument called a harmonica? Then yeah, there's a. There's a, it's called a Jew harp that's coming tomorrow, I think. That <laughs> sounds racist, but okay. <laughs> a Jew harp or a jaw harp? Is there it's another name? A jaw harp? Yeah, it'll, it'll uh, have like I, there is, there is a, there is a, there is a jaw harp. I'm, I'm definitely sure about that. But there's also something called a Jew's harp. Yeah, so I thought there was. I, but I think, that, I think the same thing though. I'm pretty sure that you I, I think i did like a, i had like a quiz app where i play like my quiz games on and i think i remember that and i think they were like oh the jaw harp or the jews harp the jew is harp an is this an intrauterine device <laughs> come on it, it is like it is like an instrument though i'm absolutely positive about that it is an instrument uh, oh i get it you you flick the bean thing here and then it vibrates in this like tuning fork thing i don't know how you get oh. different notes but i think i get it <laughs> That's oh, no gosh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Extremely you know what? I don't know. Taylor's like, me. I've been practicing all night. Click. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast gets DMCA'd by Old McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> no, they're like, you're, you're, this sounds like all the other didgeridoos. <laughs> you're getting the knack of it. Now, what should the, the didgeridoo signify in your live stream? 
Is it when someone gets voted off the island? Like, what do we got there? What? I can't believe this was only thirty dollars. It's got beeswax on it. That's a that's a good price for a didgeridoo, I, I imagine. I, yeah. <laughs> I haven't been that's didgeridoo true. shopping lately, but it uh, sounds like a bargain. You know, and, and who would know? You just know there's someone sitting out there, like, look, I get a load of this Yank retard. Fucking spent thirty on something not worth more than fucking five. Go <laughs> <laughs> to shop and a bit the one they net. Yeah, but uh, yeah, this is real. This is probably my favorite one yet because it's just so dumb. But what I, I, I feel like so the slide whistles pulled out when someone's stock goes up or down. Mm-hmm. We need a purpose for the didgeridoo. Yeah, I need to. You guys come up with something. When do I use the didgeridoo? When All I right. just want to be out of breath uh, and, not, and be frustrated. <laughs> my initial thought is when someone gets out of jail or gets voted off the island, or it, it's a it's a death tone. Mm-hmm. I'll need to get it really. I'll need to get it down pat. I would and do it. I would do it. Sounds, the, the people online are pretty good at getting it. Like the pitches to change. I can't figure out how to do that because yeah. I have a hard enough time getting the lips to go like. Because that's what you're I supposed kinda, to do. I kind of like it when it's like just super deep like that. Reminds me of the Ricola commercials, you know, the uh, with the big mm-hmm. fucking horns. Do do yeah. it when somebody gives like fifty bucks or something or like a shit ton of bits. I'm looking forward to the next like relationship <laughs> advice thread. Like my boyfriend plays the didgeridoo one note very low. It seems unnatural. <laughs> he doesn't do anything with it but scare the dogs. <laughs> I feel like it's not his natural didgeridoo tone. He's faking. Also, he does the voice thing too. <laughs> mostly. Hank Hill or Australians or Chinese people or Mugumbe, this guy he likes to do is African. <laughs> and Meatwad, he's been doing Meatwad around the house. <laughs> Who's Meatwad? He's from. Was he on Fat Albert? No, it's. It, it's I'm doing a character very badly. But what, what, <laughs> I, I probably don't know the character. Who is he? Like, where's, that's, is, actually, that's actually really good. Meatwad's uh, from Aqua Teen Hunger Force, uh, uh, old Adult Swim animated comedy. Very good show. Yeah, it's a very funny. Show. The reason I got to Meatwad is because I kept trying to do Cleveland from the Cleveland show because you know that guy quit his job, mm-hmm. and I can't do Cleveland without it becoming Meatwad. That's <laughs> 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 so very difficult. So, but yeah, that's. I, it doesn't seem to drive her crazy that much. <laughs> you know, doing things. She's like, uh, you're just getting started. So we can pick up something on the way to my parents. And I'm like, oh, we're already late because of your nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor just fucking pull, over the, pull the car over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It makes me laugh. <laughs> it makes her laugh. That's what relationships are built on, right? Yep. Silly voices in the car. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) All right. I got a couple more things, actually. I'm waiting Uh, to see what Taylor has. Did you see this video? Oh, no. This big fat guy in a Hawaiian shirt throwing absolute haymakers. Oh, I bet I know this one. He is. It's clear that he's not the one that's fully instigating the fight, but he's cheesing the whole time because, like, he's one of those guys where, like, you look at him and you might assume that guy's just heavy. He's just fat. No, that's a powerful man. 
there's a lot of layered muscle under that ex, you know, that subcutaneous layer of protective fat, if I, anything. I mm-hmm. looked at this a little different. Like the guy's accurate in his punches, but oh my God, is he telegraph everything he throws? Like yeah. it, I look at that and, and he shouldn't be hitting anything, right? You, you should just you should be able to get out of the way of all of these, but this guy does Problem is, I see they're all like arm punches. Like he's strong, but they're all arm punches. He's not knocking anybody out. Yeah. You think? Let's no, watch again. He's just bowling people over. Are you guys ready? Yeah. yeah, I'm ready. Ready, set, play. All right, you just started watching it. I just like how he's smiling the whole time. I don't know. To me, he looked like he was into this fight. He's, he's rotating his hips. The guy's as wide as a house. <laughs> yeah. He's, these are not arm punches. He's got hip rotation in every one of them. Yeah. He's just the right haymaker over and over. Yes. And it's working. If he lost his left arm, he'd be equally effective in this fight. <laughs> he puts his arm down behind him. In Sperry's. <laughs> Punch that guy's shoes off. He ends up with his shirt off. Yeah, he walks around with his shirt off, proud. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. fitter than him and not proud. You know what? I bet he realized I'm gonna get this shirt so sweaty. Yeah, we gotta take this off. It's already that guy. Telegraph haymakers just, are working for him. Yeah, good for him. Is I, I choose to believe that he was being bullied for being fat. What? Which is absolutely not what happened. Watch the absolutely. opening seconds again. Uh, okay. I, I, I saw him as enthusiastically leading up to that fight. Hmm. Yeah, the other guy tried to headbutt him initially. He didn't yeah. throw the first punch. True. Like, I, undeniable. But he was smiling. I think he felt like he had the upper hand. I think that he... You know, he was happy to start this fight because he thought he would end it and wasn't far off. Dude, it looks like he, they're in a game and he's the player and he turned gravity down a little bit with the way that some of these people are falling when they get hit and their <laughs> shoots coming off. And when that one guy comes to like grab him and he just whoa, like whips him out like a dirty rug. He's a powerful <laughs> dude. I, I, I wonder if he was really athletic two or three years ago. Or if he's just a guy who is big and fat but also can you know lift an atlas stone like I, that kind of guy that squat 600 pounds sometimes I, I i'm gonna reveal how little i know about football but like yeah you know, some of these guys like the they don't look athletic on the offensive line but in reality they run a lot quicker than you know blame truth does mm-hmm. who does look athletic you know they, but there they are 300 pounds of athletic linebacker moving yeah, better than you think yeah which i guess they need you know Otherwise, they wouldn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Basketball's coming back. The Sixers are the fourth most likely team to win the entire championship, according to 538. So I choose to believe it. I don't even predict that shit with sports have been over for so long. Like any kind of prediction seems silly. Like we're going to base it on records and stats from three plus months ago. The last time these guys were on the court or the ice or whatever sport. A hundred percent true. The Sixers in particular are interesting to me. They've got this, probably their best player, Joel Embiid. 
is known for not getting in shape, taking a season to to get fit again. <laughs> uh, last year in the playoffs, he was like wiped out, sucking wind and troublesome that way. Um, so they say he's been working hard in this off season, but people say shit too. Like, I don't know what yeah. to believe. We'll see. On the other hand, they had some pretty crucial injuries, you know, Ben Simmons back. He was out for a while and, and you know, like, so they were a little bit depleted. Now they're coming back at a hundred percent. I don't know if this break is helping them or hurting them. They picked up a shooter, so that should help. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Go play ball. The, they're, I think they're going to tape delay the the whole thing by seven seconds or so so they can bleep out all the curse words because the, you'll be able to hear the players. Oh, that stinks. Let us hear it. Come on. That's better. I like when the players are mic'd up in any sport. It's more entertaining. And you can hear what they're actually thinking. You're right. Yeah. I, I want to hear the trash talk. It's a little bit like so in the UFC – you can hear the, the you can hear the coaches better. You can hear the announcers. The fighters can hear the announcers who almost serve as coaches, right? Because the analysis that we get from the uh, from the announcers is useful stuff that the that the fighters sometimes listen to. Um, and they've said it in the in the post fight interview. They're like, "Yeah, I heard Michael Bisping saying that I need to keep my left hand up, so I started doing that, and things turned around for me." And uh, they're like, "Shit, I don't know what to do. I I, I impacted the fight, but anyway, I want to hear the players. I want to hear everything. I don't know that crowdless sports are better than the enthusiasm and sort of energy you get from a crowd, but I do like the change of pace." And I'm mm-hmm. I'm 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 getting re excited for basketball season. The playoffs are rolling in. We're gonna do a thing. What's up with hockey? Are they doing it? What are they talking about? It's supposed to start eight days from now on the tenth. But I'm I'm still doing that thing where like I'll keep up with it. But I'm I'm keeping expectations low because I would not be surprised if for the NBA and the NHL they were like five games into whatever round robin you know bastardized version of the playoffs they're gonna do, and then it's like oh shit. A star player has it. Oh, and we tested his teammates and seven people have it. All right, well, we have to, what are we going to do? Do we do we not let this team play and, and substitute the next one in? Like, Pretend they don't it. have it for Christ's sakes. Dude, this is obvious to me. Keep playing. They they probably would have to do that at some point. But I, like, don't I don't know. I don't know how it would work. I do know that they are, I was looking at an article today that they might have an advantage over the other three major sports because they're going to potentially base all of their games in Toronto. And Toronto apparently is you know, oh. safer for it than, than here. But that also didn't make sense to me because it's like Toronto's an enormous fucking city. How is that possible? The basketball players are going to Orlando. And Florida is one of the places that's kind of hot for COVID right now, which sounds bad. Um, but they have this whole bubble that they're putting them in and special rings they're wearing that monitor their temperature and other symptoms. And, and if you think about them as people, you're like, just make a play. But if you think about them as like, $150 million assets that you have to take care of because you're trying to get 10 years out of them. Then you mm-hmm. start being like, dude, we could just throw away this next nine games and have them for the next six years. So mm-hmm. um, anyway, the one of the basketball players came out and they're like, there's no way these players are like obeying the bubble rules. And, and you, like I extrapolated from that, like, yeah, absolutely. These guys are busting out of this bubble like it's a weak jail and getting laid six times a week. This is NBA players. Yeah, do you think some security guard who's working there, you know, LeBron walks by like, hey, I'm leaving. You think that guy's going to be like, no, he's going to be like, yeah, I don't give a shit, dude. Go. You're, you're LeBron James and I work here for $11 yeah. an hour. Go, go hog wild, man. 
LeBron, but there are other like James Harden comes to mind, right? Like <laughs> I still I don't know NBA players, so I, I yeah, yeah. I, he's the one where Reddit did this deep dive analysis and figured out that the better the strip club in that town is, the lower his statistics are in game. Like there's a real correlation between highly rated strip clubs and his points per game average, which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, the NBA subreddit uh, rivals the hockey subreddit is one of the best ones out there. Um, Anyway, so I look forward to seeing how this goes down. I'm I'm psyched that my team is is back. My team this year, my team, like I'm part of it or own it, but um, they have a really good home record, maybe amongst the best in the NBA, and then they have actually a losing record on the road. So I don't know what neutral site is going to mean for them, but we'll see. Go play, boys. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I hope we get. I just want sports back. Well, speaking just, of sports, um, have you guys have you guys seen uh, Mike Tyson's comeback stuff? His uh, what do we make of that? No, that's strange. So, so I, dude, that guy, I'm I'm very torn. Right, we've been watching him work out, and when he hits mitts, oh my god, he looks 19. Like he, he looks so good. Go ahead. I was gonna say I'm 31 and he he would he's faster than me. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, I I'm not fast at all. <laughs> so regular people are faster than me. But um, oh my god, he moves so well. On the other hand, hitting mitts makes everyone look good. I can look decent hitting mitts. I've seen it. Uh, what happens is the guy meets you halfway and all your punches are short and it just people think you're throwing punches fast, but you almost get the combined speed of you and the guy hitting mitts. Um, I would say that's true, but I I saw him hitting a heavy bag too, and he's he's fucking he's not as fast, but that's still faster and and the most heavyweights, you know. The I way mean, the he dude. turns the corner on guys and gets that uppercut into the ribs, like like he looks so good. On the other hand, we recently watched uh, Chuck Liddell fight. Did you happen to see Chuck Liddell Chuck Liddell fight Tito Ortiz? No, I didn't. No. I didn't hear about that. <laughs> it was like last year, maybe. He looked terrible. <laughs> Super bad. He was a shining example of why 50-year-olds shouldn't fight. It was yeah. just, it was, it, uh, this happens, right? Like, like, if I were to get into a fight, everyone would say it was terrible and that I don't know how to fight and that I had no talent and, and all that stuff. And they wouldn't be too far off, but... Big part of the problem is they're comparing me to the other fights they watch, which involve like Dustin Poirier or, you know, fucking Conor McGregor or something. Of course I look terrible. You're comparing me to the best in the world. Um, mm-hmm. Chuck Liddell looked terrible, and I think he just looked terrible. He just was like, he's 50. I, I, in comparison to like MMA fighters, just he looked bad in He general. looked bad. There's a certain way he moves. Like... Uh, I, I, I like, okay, here's, it happens to me. If I lay in bed reading my laptop with my, you know, like on your belly, so you're, you got, you're on your elbows and you're kind of mm. bent backwards for a bit. If I do yeah. that for like 15, 20 minutes, the first couple steps I take are like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Chuck Liddell moves all the time. <laughs> I'm just like, I know what he's. Wow, you know, like you should get a massage. Years of retirement, he's just been doing that. 
<laughs> on his belly. <laughs> so Man. he just looks so bad. He moves so clunky. Like it, Mike Tyson moves so well, but I, I still just worry that if I put him against another, he wanted to fight uh, Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury, if people don't know boxing at all, he's the current heavyweight champion. Big mm-hmm. white British dude. Um, he's a mm-hmm. gypsy. He's literally a gypsy. And uh, uh, and he's the best on the planet right now. And Tyson's talking about this big fight with him. And I'm just like, bro, no, 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 no. You want to fight like yeah. Vander Holyfield, right? Pick, he's pick a, a foot taller than Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mike Tyson was smaller. He was Mike always Tyson short. And Tyson, that other guy, is six foot nine. Yeah. 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 He's that huge. An enormous gentleman. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't know why. You'd think that Tyson's lack of length would have hurt him in his career, but he had this way of closing the distance. Like, hands up, get inside. He gets to, yeah, he rotates to the guy's side and hits and gets an angle on him. And it's just like, he's like, who's the teleporting X Man? Nighthawk, maybe? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he, he, he channels that dude and just gets over. Anyway. Um, yeah. They said people said uh, heavyweights that fought him said that him being like short and stocky for heavyweight was what made like threw them off because they would they couldn't like generate something like they, their jabs couldn't generate power because they had to lower them or something like that. They couldn't go straight out or pro- over and doing mm-hmm. that. The distance is a problem too, right? Like long long arm guys want you to be about two feet away. That's where their power is. You know, mm-hmm. if, if my head's on your chest, you can't hit it very hard. You know, exactly. it, like. So that might be related. Um, yeah, and then maybe it's just being small. Not, not small, small, but being small for a heavyweight. I imagine it's a little bit like fighting a lefty. Like, it's not that lefties are so good. It's that they're less common, so you're not used to dealing with that problem. Yeah. You know, they're not yeah. used to dealing with a guy who's 5'10", maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but anyway, I, I look, if Tyson fights, I'll pay to see it, but I... I, I don't imagine it's going to look like we think it is. Tyson's not getting younger. Or how he thinks mm-hmm. about it. The other guy's got a foot and 20 years on him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I, I wouldn't fight Tyson Fury right away. George Foreman did a comeback after like 10 years, I think. Retired. He did, he did. He came back in the, the 90s, I'm pretty sure. And, yeah, and he, won uh, he, got, he, re, he won the title, yeah. He regained the title. He regained he the title, and he, but he started out slow. He didn't jump right into it. No. Yeah. So, and he was older and slower, you know, as well. He was. Uh, he had a weird thing. His his punches didn't look hard. They'd be these glancing blows, and they would just wreck people. He'd knock them out. He was really powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. powerful. Um, but if 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 Foreman can do it, Tyson can do it. But don't. I feel like if he goes in there against Tyson Fury and he gets like whooped, he's not gonna have that confidence yeah. that's yeah. gonna carry him after that. So. Should start much lower than that guy. Start much lower, yeah. That's it. Wasn't Foreman a lot younger? So he was think... 45 when he okay. announced his comeback. So let's, I'm just making up numbers, but let's assume it was like 45 through 48 when he did it. Um, And how old is Mike Tyson? 54. He just turned 54, yep. 45 and 54 are different. They are. Yeah, for sure. Tyson looks Dude. good. I don't know. Say <laughs> Tyson's defense. He he doesn't look fifty four. Um, he does with his beard. 
He doesn't move yeah. like a 54-year-old, but he looks no. like one. Well, an amazing one. Uh. Man. So George Foreman, I, I guess maybe if you're a good boxer, you don't become totally retarded in your old age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's still convincing. Dude, so you, we all know he has the George Foreman Grill, one of the greatest products ever made. I have one. Mm. It is a good product. And <laughs> tasteless. He's making a new product, and I think it's like a pain relieving cream of some sort. And uh, I saw George Foreman being interviewed, and he made me want it. And I don't even have pain. Like it, it, he's like, you know, all these other pain relieving creams. You got Ben Gay. You got this. You got that. Like they have a smell to them. It's not nice, you know. My granddaughter says, yeah. Papa George, he smells funny. He's like, I don't want that. I don't want that. So, you know, I came out with the George Foreman cream. It makes you feel better, you, solves your problems, makes your elbow stop hurting, and, and there's no stink to it. The deal, my granddaughter likes to sit on my lap, and, and I'm like, fuck, I should get this. <laughs> These are not problems I have. I don't have granddaughters. I don't stink. I don't have pain. But I'm like, is it on Amazon? <laughs> you know, the, the guy can sell shit. <laughs> yeah. Relatable, I think is what it is, yeah. Uh, Dude, so there's a whole PKA uh, lore that goes with George Foreman, but we watched this little girl. Uh, her, her real name is Freya, but the, the fans call her George Foreman. And uh, she is getting adorable. She like When she was little, little, we started watching her at nine months. And, uh, you know, people are like, isn't she cute? She's a baby or whatever. And I'm like, ah, I like him older. I like him older. And... Uh, um, now she's older. Now she's like two something. She can walk around. She can talk. She says things. You know, I'm, I'm holding her today, like doing the whole Zerbert thing on her belly and a trumpet plays on the TV. And she's like, oh, it's a trumpet. I'm like, not bad. Not bad. <laughs> you know, She's two, right? She's not like smart for grown up or anything, but but she knew trumpet and I, I, I liked it. Uh, yeah, this kid's, you know, sometimes she wakes me up in the morning. She comes pitter-pattering in with her little feet. Like, I can see why grandparents like this role. And at the end of the day, we give her back. Yeah. Also good. I was just uh, reading up, actually, uh, and it looks like Foreman won his uh, heavyweight title when he was, uh, what was it? For? Oh, shit, I misread it. Yeah. He won it 45 years and 299 days. Um, okay, which is pretty impressive. Uh, That's so I guess it's not not Im, not Im, not impossible. I'm just yeah, I mean he does look pretty good, but I think it would be hard to make a comeback. But uh, I guess yeah. we'll see. I mean, for a 54 year old, he looks tremendous. Do they drug test? National boss, what? I want to know about the drug testing routine, right? If Mike Tyson has the testosterone levels of 19 year old Mike Tyson. What are the limits? I mean, in Tyson's defense, uh, have you guys ever heard of his his workouts for his um, his actual like training workouts and stuff I like know that? It's insane, but you have think to remind so. me of all that goes it's, into it. It's insane, but this man never touched a an actual weight, like an actual like he never weight lifted until he was, I think, in his mid thirties after he got out of prison. Um, hmm. He like he was. He is so fucking jacked just doing like body weight stuff. Like he would just do a bunch of squats, push-ups, calisthenic stuff, you know. And this dude without ever touching a weight like had a better – like I, I'm working on mine, you know, working hard. And like 
<laughs> like actual actual weightlifting and stuff. And if you go back and look at him when he was like 19, 20, I mean, he looks like he's just got high fucking T. I know it's a joke on the show, but yeah. he's got high fucking T. I think naturally, even at 50, whatever. Um, I, I was trying to find the quote. Old school boxers hated weightlifting. I, mm-hmm. I, it might have been Customato's quote. I forget, but they're like... The you know, the thing about weightlifting is I'm not sure if it hurts your boxing a little or if it hurts your boxing a lot. Yeah. It's something along those lines, and uh, yeah. So so boxers didn't didn't lift weights back in the day. I think they do now. Uh, I just I'm just looking through some of like what he used to do for his nutrition and diet. Mm. His snack was a protein shake with six bananas. <laughs> yeah, wow. That's yeah. so many bananas. Yep, a lot of bananas. He's got all his potassium, though. Maybe that maybe that's why he was throwing so quick. Bananas really are the perfect pre-workout. Oh, bananas are fucking great. Did you guys know that the bananas we eat? I, I'm sure it's this way in the UK too for James, but uh, the bananas we eat uh, aren't like natural. Yeah. Have you seen yeah. what a natural banana looks like? Looks at, like ass. Looks weird. Yeah. Oh. If you look at there's like Renaissance paintings. That'll show uh, watermelons on the table, like cut in half. And unlike the watermelons we have now, where it's like a little bit of rind and then just full, oftentimes seedless, just pure red. It was like tendrils, like if you were to cut into, you know, well, I guess okra is a bad example. People don't know what that is. But like it was more like slices in there, like little slices that you'd have to core out in little triangle shapes because they still sucked at. Yeah. (laughs) But Anders had seeds in them. Mm -hmm. They were. Bananas had a lot of seeds in them. Yeah, look up like an actual banana. Let's see what let's see what comes up. Actual banana. <laughs> yeah, it comes up. It comes up. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor, really? I, I saw a picture of you holding a dollar bill up to your head. That was a fake miniature dollar bill, right? No, no, this, the people on the subreddit photoshopped it small. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and the first one I'm like, that can't be true. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be true. And then, like, I looked at it again. And it's like, oh, like, okay. I would have to have Andre the Giant hands to make a dollar look like that. <laughs> you know, like, oh, they, they got me. They got me pretty. Oh, uh, kudos to the subreddit on that. One. <laughs> yeah, that one. The guy filling his dick up with M and M's. That was that was really funny. <laughs> I used to. Can anyone beat sixty? Can anyone beat sixty? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Oh God. <laughs> don't 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 ask people to they they will fun people and guess what you you do a good job and you get the 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 didgeridoo fucking hell all right that was better that was better I'll, I'll you practice. could put uh skittles in the didgeridoo i could i could D- dick skittles in the didgeridoo <laughs> <laughs> this is all that it is just a, it's a just a piece of bamboo. A piece of, I don't think it's bamboo. It's oh. something. I don't know. Is bamboo in Australia? It's probably everywhere, right? Mm, yeah. No. I don't no. know. I mean, there isn't bamboo everywhere. I mean, there isn't bamboo. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't bamboo everywhere. I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, though. I thought didgeridoo's maybe made from the eucalyptus. It is you made from what? a eucalyptus tree. Sounds right. A eucalyptus tree and apparently beeswax. So that you can form a tight seal around it. And little, bits of, little bits of string for aesthetics and grip. Mm. You get real fucking good at this thing. James, 
Do you contact the subject of your videos ever to get like their side of the story or defense? Yeah, it's complicated when I when I do that. I have considered it for certain things and there have been times when I thought, well, maybe I should have done that. Hmm. Um often I, I just tend to try and present a perspective from from the like from the public eye, kind of like what we what we know. Um I try not to spring too many surprises like oh look i spoke with this x and y um though i have done that occasionally i feel i feel like uh more i feel more comfortable coming in from just um as much as the audience can possibly know in a way because it becomes quite complicated when you begin to involve the subject of the video you risk uh in slanting the perspective and if you're not considering all the other subjects that may be involved because when you deal with these dramas you'll realize that actually it's more than just a person even if there is an individual who is the focus of a video there'll be multiple other people involved in the story if you're not in necessarily involving them then you're probably not getting the whole thing either it's impossible to ever get the full picture with these things so what i try and do is typically go with what the public i can what, what i can publicly find because a lot of people probably don't have the same research techniques as me and probably don't want to have to go and do that to find that information so so what I can say is, okay, here's what people are think saying and here's what information we have on the issue and here's my opinion. I try not to necessarily integrate the personal subject too much because I think it te- can actually complicate things rather than make it clearer, particularly if it's like someone who may not necessarily represent themselves with the, the best of intentions. I think... I have considered doing live interviews with a couple mm. people who I thought would be interesting to discuss because then you can kind of um, have have your evidence there and you can go, here's what I have, and you can hit them with, with uh, this information and they can respond how they feel comfortable uh, in that moment. That's but, a really... Tr- impressive skill set if you do it well like so so i watch a lot of politics right and uh typically the politician will say something it takes an uber well-informed interviewer to say like to call bullshit on something that's untrue yes definitely uh, you know and you'd be interviewing people about themselves an area where they almost have to have more subject matter expertise than you it would be hard to do well that's in a way why i've kind of uh been a bit tentative to do it i had an idea of how i would approach certain things and i feel like i could push um certain individuals into awkward positions where they have trouble justifying themselves given what i found in the past but at the same time it it also could go south fairly easily and I'm quite happy making the content that I'm making right now. And, um, yeah. And I wonder if you came into it and three out of four things you thought were true were true, but he has you on one, one where you made a mistake. Do you win or lose that? I don't even know. I I know it's difficult because it depends on the, 
I guess, gravity of each individual situation and how it forms the larger portrait of the character in question. And so if you have three fairly solid points, but one point is pretty essential to the argument that you're making, then you could easily lose that. Um, right. Or he tries to make it about the least important exactly, thing because that's exactly. the one where you're wrong. Yeah. And and that that's the other problem with interviews. It's not necessarily about the truth in a way. It's It's sometimes just about who performs best in the moment. And I have good days. I have very bad days. And some days I'll just be absolutely fried. My brain will just not be in the mood. And you kind of have to be switched on for interviews. I'm happy to sit down and do a podcast and just chat shit for however many hours. But when it's an interview, you need to be on the ball consistently. Mm-hmm. And I feel I'd need to create my own time for that. And I prefer to to do that um, maybe as something to consider down the line rather than combined with the current brand of content that I'm making. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking some of the subjects you'd be talking to would be tough, right? You get a guy with a lot of like live streaming experience. Mm -hmm. That guy's got a lot of time on a mic. You know, he's going to compose himself pretty well. Oh, yeah. And I'm not really out to hammer people with 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 my content, typically. Sure, there's the off, odd person here and there that I really have a strong distaste for. But a lot of the people, I'm, I don't really have that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and an interview probably wouldn't be the, the most vital thing to help the situation and the people who I actively dislike then it becomes complicated because if I've decided that someone is a rather um, sinister being then I must consider how they would approach an interview and how they may not act with the best faith and there's been questions before about how some people are attention seeking and well if you give them an interview what what are what are you what are you giving them? You really want to make sure that you have those people kind of dead to rights on your points as as much as they have um, their points down as well. And being spontaneous is a necessity in interviewing. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to think on your feet because if soon as that person throws a curveball towards you, which they may well do, and you're not ready, then it will make you look bad perhaps may make you look may make you may hemorrhage credibility and therefore for me it's nice to have videos where i can kind of just create a timeline of of situations as people see them transpire and not necessarily worry too much about about um trying to get a guy down to his rights and and um expose him good and proper because i think at that point it would not just be a lot of personal stress for me it would probably uh probably not necessarily be the best in revealing the truth because there's a lot of factors that come into interviews and so on that tend to cloud i guess um the outcome and 
you don't necessarily... <clears throat> I haven't watched an interview and necessarily ever felt truly convinced by a person from a certain interview alone. Hmm. Yeah, I get that. I've seen a lot of uh, interviews with... Uh, I'm into true crime a lot. and Oh, I've yeah, yeah, likewise. Of, yeah, I've seen a lot of interviews with, like... Um, uh, who's an example? Like Manson, you know, they, they did so many with him while he was alive. And uh, every single interview I would watch, I just kept thinking in the back of my mind, like, this isn't an unbiased look at the dude. This is mm-hmm. like the television company milking this guy for ratings. You know what I mean? Their yeah. interview is designed to make him look bad. Their interview mm-hmm. is designed to paint him as like crazy. Their interviews designed to like milk him as uh, a, a living, um, I guess Satan in a way, you know. Mm. So I get what you're saying in that regard, where it's like if you do these interviews, you can come away with a different perspective, or you might present your questions. It, like if you if you dislike somebody, you're not giving them maybe the full truth just because you don't like them. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're gonna be biased in that regard. So yeah, I totally get that. Um, that's yeah, and, 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 I, I came at it from the other direction. I was worried that monsters who were well practiced in explaining away their mm. transgressions yeah, would yeah. somehow like I'm trying to say win the interview, you know? That, yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think it's very easy for <laughs> <laughs> I figured that was coming. <laughs> you know, you might have saw that coming. I did not see that coming. <laughs> I just just saw the green square around the around the the video and I was like, oh gosh, here comes trouble. I I I was really into the topic, so I was just like Sorry. Oh yeah. And I'm like, is my headset breaking? What is that? (laughs) No, that's Australian culture. Sorry. (laughs) You're appropriating it. (laughs) Yeah, I I think that there are many ways to inter views can just go mm. terribly did, wrong did we talk and about jenna need... marbles yet oh get finish your thoughts oh no yeah we haven't just spoken about jenna has marbles. the show yeah, talked about jenna Mar- well she kind of canceled got canceled I, shut down her oh, channel wait, no. I, I mean yeah, yeah that yeah. was that was hard that was harsh i mean just kind of sad that whole situation that, <laughs> she, that it, apparently she, she did um leave. who's the girl with the superb ass the super bass chick i think that's the right one no idea. Nicki Minaj. Nicki, I think she did Nicki Minaj impressions, and she used a lot of Tanner to do mm-hmm. what you might call blackface. Like it certainly wasn't like the minstrel shoe shine, white lips, they were red lips. Mm. It was just an excessive amount of Tanner, but you might call it in the blackface family. And it was enough for her mm. to be like, "Fuck it." I'm done with social media. I'm going to go sleep on my pile of gold and I'm calling it quits. Um, she took down about 2 billion views worth of videos. Whoa. Yeah. With a B, right? That, that'd be my channel about six times. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, she's done, I guess. I, and I, I wonder I'm... how much of that was just her being towards the tail end of her career. You know, would she have powered through this if she was still I'm... killing it? Sometimes you just need a reason, I guess, and maybe that was the sign to her that she needed to to hang up her boots, I guess. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's a 
she took it as like this happened and i'm it's a good it's a good time to get out i guess so yeah the uh the the cancel train is never going to stop it's never going to hit a stop Mm -hmm. and then be like all right and uh this is the level of woke we're going to stay at forever like we're we're literally like a month away from debating about whether or not uh mount rushmore is something that needs to be destroyed like that you don't think that's going to be a real conversation? I think I, think I guarantee it's, yeah. it's oh, going to be. And so we have into this uh, into this Native American holy mountain carved in slave owners. I guarantee this will be a real conversation. And if someone would have said this a year ago, everyone would have gone, ah! Who's on Mount so Rushmore? Third. Jefferson, Washington, uh, you got Washington Lincoln, Jefferson, uh, and, Roosevelt, and Lincoln. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a complicated topic because I don't necessarily disagree with discourse on on the matters but at the same time twitter just does it in such um a, just a ridiculous way such a such dramatic way that it just completely reduces any possibility for discussion on those topics yeah, and real discussion on twitter like, is beyond impossible twitter i twitter. And also fuck you <laughs> yeah. twitter's a fucking twitter's a fucking cesspool i had somebody try to tell me that when I was 23 and dating a an 18 year old, an 18 year old legal adult yeah. female, that I was a pedophile. Or no, a that makes you cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not as cool as 47 and 18, but almost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I might have been 24. I can't remember. 23 or 24. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah like people can settle down. Yeah, it, she's well, an adult. Whatever. Exactly. Yeah, so. I went by the legal U.S. laws. So yeah, I mean, like. I don't follow YouTube drama a lot, but any more than I, I like do on the show when we cover it. But I do like when I see a YouTuber's name pop up in the trending tag, just knowing yeah. that you can click on that and see so many people like furious Losing one way mind, or the dude. other about yeah. it. So fucking mad. Losing so many mind. sassy gifts. That's <laughs> the Twitter problem. There should be a Twitter fallacy where it's like, a, a, a sassy gif of a black woman snapping does not an argument make. <laughs> uh, I kind of want to see what... I, that guy made a salient point, but you hit him with the snap. Sorry. I kind of want to see what's uh, trending right now. Dean Kane is trending. Did he get canceled? That's uh, well, what Dean I assume. Uh, Dean Kane's an outspoken Republican, if I oh. recall. He's a, he's like a, a big time Christian. Well, oh no, I mean yeah, but he's not. I don't know. Wait, I think he's an independent, but he I think he supported Trump. He's like a very um, religious guy to that. Yeah. yeah, he is very, very religious guy. So, um, so yeah, no, he, he's a bit, bit of a controversial character. That you just linked. It's Alinity. So she's a big Twitch streamer, and she mm-hmm. talks about the other side of being on like the drama. I think it's in the context of Wreckful, but I'm a little lost. It, can we watch it in sync? It's just 53 seconds. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm queued up at zero. Okay, I will. Ready. She's looking for a cat. I'm sorry. Yeah, she's the one who threw her cat and right. gave her cat vodka and cat. I've, heard that, I've heard that that's not good for cats. I don't know no, about I'm, the vodka it's thing. But toxic. Cats yeah. are meant for throwing. All right, ready, <laughs> set, play. You guys need to know that the shit you guys do and the shit you guys say really affects people. Okay. Like. <laughs> You guys have no. I'm looking idea at the chat. How many times I've wanted to kill myself? <laughs> how many times I've spent 
my entire night. Another <laughs> one guy posts laughing faces. How I was gonna end my life. One guy posts <laughs> resonant sleeper. I just yeah. want you guys to know. I just want you guys to know that it's really serious. That you guys can't. I think that. Like, it doesn't sound like anything to do with Ratful, though. Could be wrong. It's six hours ago. Okay, so I'm at, um, I, I'd this, hope it's not because it seems like a bit of a. This bitch yeah. is a fucking sociopath. First of all, second of all, um, I don't believe what she's saying because I, you guys have only seen the cat stuff, right? Like, I mean, I mean, I, 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 I did a video about her, so I, oh, did you? I know, okay. a fair, I know a fair bit about what, what, what. Uh, what I mean, what's... yeah, I. She, she's, 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 she does have a serious history of being quite quite unpleasant and um and obviously i don't doubt that it can be a stressful occupation but at the same time um i've never really i it's it's hard for me to when you when you know the history i suppose it's hard for you to look at that as anything else as as another manufactured like it's ploy. Dude. She doesn't even cry normally. She's like, um, it's like when, like, if I was trying to cry and I just held my eyes open, you know? Yeah. And like, man. Yeah. That's, that's literally she... an actor's trick. Yeah. 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 And I, 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 yeah, I don't, I don't like to say, like, I don't like to say, like, people, how people cry, but it's just, I, it, it, it's hard to, to trust people when, when they, I guess, behaved in rather don't be so obtuse what'd she do because the cat throwing's not I mean, winning I mean, me over it, cats jump I off mean, mantles cat 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 throwing was definitely one thing but in a way it's not just the fact that she did it it's the fact you know it's how she's handled things in the past it's been with a rather um i guess disaffected approach she doesn't necessarily appear to be particularly She's quite cold, and I, there was the whole situation with PewDiePie. Way worse. Um, cat throwing. Like throwing a dog, very fucked up. They're not meant. They they don't know the physics of. That's of what I'm saying. Okay, okay. Aside from the inconvenience for the cat, I watched a cat jump off a twelve-story building one time. Her big thing was it wasn't the cat throwing that bothered me. That's just like, well, you're kind of a dick, yeah. you know. That what yeah. really bothered me was she was doing a drinking stream and she gave yeah. her unfiltered vodka straight and the cat starts freaking out on stream. Uh, that could have goddamn killed. Did it, did yeah. it actually drink it? I, yeah. How did she get it to drink it? I feel like a cat would be like, oh, fuck that. Uh, you probably find, find the video, but it was she, yeah. she's a very irresponsible person. Yeah. And she's done some very reckless and quite mean-spirited things in the past which she, you, you should you should have you know the internal monologue telling you that's a fucked up thing to do that's a stupid thing to do and she's gone on to do it anyway and she's done this sort of video before i think and i think mm -hmm. it was with the pewdiepie situation where she kind of went in with the emotional harassment angle and and so on and it, it's hard to see it as anything else but manipulative and although i don't want to I'm not. I'm obviously not one to definitively say how someone's feeling. At the same time, it's hard for me to to really give her the benefit of the doubt when you watch other dramas that she's been involved in, how she's behaved there. 
she claimed to she claimed i believe and correct me if i'm wrong james since you did research on this but she claimed in one of her stream is a stream clip i saw about a year ago during the whole cat thing uh, you know whenever that was a year or two ago uh she claimed that she like or it was it was a joking kind of thing but she claimed that she married a dude in, yes, in canada yes mm-hmm. yes um, to get that citizenship was, that was an interesting situation basically uh she bragged on a live stream that she she married a dude to get citizenship and then divorced him which is uh marital fraud mm-hmm. um and i i as you say i think she dismissed it i can't remember exactly how she addressed it um but once again it didn't instill faith it <laughs> yeah. wasn't the sort of it, 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 she she just had it such a a nonchalant manner of discussing it and there were some very old clips of when she was a smaller streamer and her being quite angry aggressive unpleasant and her actions have continu- continuously been unpleasant they may have different tones, different shades of unpleasant, but it's always the sort of thing that you look at and you go, well, <laughs> there's no real way to necessarily think, oh, well, that's a heat of the moment thing. But it's give just us an example. I'm having sh- a hard time placing sh- like weight and understanding on she acted unpleasant. Like the- I mean, yeah, but it's hard to... I, I mean, we could go through situation to situation and I'm really... I'm, I am sorry. I'm just quite tired right now. But um, <laughs> right, uh, yeah, you have fine. to watch the you have to watch the videos, um, yeah. particularly the videos relating to PewDiePie. Though I think she may have removed um, them now, but you can probably find re-uploads. Has she been banned it's, before? Is that a history of hers? No. Or? Oh well, that's that's a that's an issue because she basically has barely ever been banned. I think she took a two-day suspension recently. And she accidentally she flashed, her, flashed her uh, tit on stream uh, accidentally. I made a shirt of it. Um, I'm, I'm not trying to plug it right now, but I made no, a go, shirt go of ahead. it. Do what you want. Uh, she blocked me on Twitter finally after me trying to get her banned um, for like the past year. And uh, I celebrated and I made this shirt. Got about 15, was... 20 sales, something like that. So, oh, so she definitely <laughs> did this semi on purpose, it looks like. I mean, there was a there was a situation <laughs> I I found on Twitter um, where someone actually had been banned for doing a similar action, and they were complaining that Alinity was receiving special treatment, and that's been one of the key complaints from a lot of commentators mm-hmm. who've spoken about the situation that Alinity just carries on getting off while other people would be banned, probably with the level of controversy indefinitely at this point mm-hmm. because um alinity has used um i think i think it was racial slurs i'm pretty sure at some point there was mm-hmm. obviously the cat incident um more cat incidents of that and um i can't think of anything else off the top of my head right now but uh oh on the 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 flashing and that's not the first time that she's been involved with something explicit um i'm pretty certain where she's shown an inappropriate body part that normally twitch would re react very um viciously towards they probably 
strike you down with the old banhammer, but with alinity. Um, I think there was this kind of rumor circulating, which I never quite looked into, that she basically had to ask to be to be suspended just so people <laughs> got off her case because she was given <laughs> such special treatments. But I'm not sure how true that is. Truth is that something you heard? No, I know I you're, you're way more plugged in. My my Twitch life, I think my Twitch life is very similar to Woody's Twitch life, which is like, all right, I'm streaming. Start. All right, I'm done streaming. I will not <laughs> go to twitch.com again until I stream again. <laughs> this is more of something that you hear for the grapevine. I don't okay. I don't watch I don't have time to watch a lot of I don't have a streamers. lot of Twitch friends yet. So yeah. <laughs> uh the network built up. So but okay, uh hmm. yeah, it's just something that's that's I've just constantly, it's like James said, I've constantly through the past several years heard of things she's done and then nothing's been done about it, you know? Uh, whereas somebody like a streamer of maybe... But we're so short on details. I have a hard time rendering any opinion on it. You'd have to watch. You'd have to watch. keep getting I that. Think. Like, what are we talking... I okay. saw the one where she tipped over her cat tower. Um, I mean, the, you, you... A lot of them... Looked at the, one, the, the vodka I, one? Yeah, I saw the vodka. I don't one. think I saw the vodka one, but I, I can watch I, the vodka I, one. I did hear Blaine True's description of it, where I guess she put vodka on her hands and then put it on the cat's face. No, she she drank no, vodka she... and then like did this thing where like you know how you get your face close to your pets. They're like, oh, let me let me give you a kiss. And so the she got like that to her cat, and then as the cat was like about to start licking her, she spit a bunch of vodka or some vodka into the cat's mouth, and the cat goes <laughs> and then runs away. That's, That's like what would happen if she really... did that to me. Yeah, <laughs> that's nothing really you know toxic to cats. <laughs> and, um, honestly, I yelled at my, I had to yell at my, uh, my mom recently. Um, I love my mom, but I called her like a fucking dumbass because she tried to give my dog some pecans one day. So it's like, and those are really toxic to dogs too. So it's I like, okay, yeah. Um, and if you, uh, it's one of those things where it's like it's either she's a fucking bitch, you know, when she's doing this out of spite or she's just a dumbass and she doesn't, you know what I mean? She's like, she didn't know. We're back on but a lady, way. not your mom, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> no, this is, yeah. That, that's the thing. She, <laughs> Alinity is, exp is experienced with this and Alinity knows that that sort of clip is going to get a load of attention. Surely she must be aware of that. Yeah. And it's not that I don't, I mean, but it's just, it's hard to see it as anything else but a ploy. And obviously there was the ninja reply recently that got a lot of traction, which may be what's provoked this clip yeah. because ninja said something like, don't you have a cat to abuse? And it was, it was a kind of, I mean, I don't think Alinity's an outwardly abusive person at all, but at the same, at the same time, it's kind of that sort of, dark banter that that occurs between public figures and people should obviously be careful with what with what they say and be sensitive but um but it, it it's an occupational hazard dealing with 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 haters and and alinity knows that more than ever she she ended up in a flame war because she fucking copyright struck pewdiepie she did yeah that turned she, out to be a bad move it 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 was yeah. tactically bad. So I for, I think PewDiePie used a clip of her video. I forget what she did, but he responded negatively to it. Yeah. So he, 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 I know what he said. He said uh, he basically yeah. referred to them generally, 
he didn't refer to Alinity specifically, but he generally said Twitch thoughts. And oh, she didn't like the term thought. And so she was sat there eating some food and she was like, Yeah, I'm gonna copy strike him. And for at least a short period of time it worked, right? She had the video taken down. But I think you know, tell me if I get anything wrong, but she awoken she awoke PewDiePie's army. And everybody <laughs> felt like it was inappropriate to copyright claim that video. Even though it used a small clip of her, and I don't even know where caught like Yeah. And that that's not to make like Alinity's a huge fucking streamer million plus followers tons of people turning out PewDiePie <laughs> makes her look the way her account makes my Twitch look <laughs> right PewDiePie is like Jeff Bezos and then ah you know, in Alinity's the net worth like, thing yeah yeah Alinity yeah. seems huge but she's actually closer to us than PewDiePie zero and here's PewDiePie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I like your callback. But um, yeah, so like, I, I want to say it was a bad move from a public relations standpoint. She probably thought like, oh, I'll just turn off all these haters by getting this video taken down. It'll be a little feather in my cap, a, 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 a validity victory. And yeah. uh, mm -hmm. what turned out is like, it went Streisand on her. And, and then, uh, yeah. Go ahead. And then a load of other shit that was was previously not like noticed was was brought up regarding which was where the whole marriage story came from and as said it's not the best look i don't know if it's some played up story she said it pretty deadpan yeah pretty seriously true. and and it's not like i'm willing to say okay she probably she may have just said it for a bit of clout between her audience to try and like enshrine her as this sort of character as this persona, it seems that with the, especially with the copyright copyright strike thing, she was trying to embrace that bold, um, independent um, person who's going to do what she bloody well wants. And then it was actually like, oh well, actually, turns out you can't always do what you want. Turns out there are limitations, um, and she faced repercussions and she didn't like that very much. That would it's, be my best guess. Of, I'm curious. Of, sort of like, uh, blame truth. Like you're, yeah. you're a Twitch stream guy, a Twitch guy. And like, I, I only got partnered like a month or so ago. And like part of the thing, my understanding is like, you can't go into battle, so to speak and create drama with other streamers. But I see that shit happening all the time. Where, where's the, the truth there? Like the, the truth is, is it, that... is it pretty much at Twitch's discretion? Where if it's like, oh, these two are fighting, we're chill with both of them, whatever. These two are fighting. That guy's cool. That guy sucks ass. Fuck. It's that sort guy. of. It's sort of like yeah. It's it's weird. It's sort of Twitch's discretion, and at the same time, um, I have taken a risk because I've I've been outspoken about Malinity for you know years now, and I constantly bring up the fact that hey. Like, this bitch is essentially a sociopath on fucking Twitch. She isn't banned. Um, and they haven't done anything. Yet I've seen people banned for much, like, you know, lighter yeah. offenses. So it's just their discretion. At the Woody, end you, the got su you got suspended for, like, reading a super, uh, not super chat. That's what it's called on YouTube. Uh, uh, yeah. I um, So what happened was, all right, it, it, all, it, it starts with the Wings of Redemption thing. Uh, 
he died and I was like, that sucks, man. And and maybe I laughed. I was trying to make light of it when he was losing and he lost that one V one to syndicate. Mm-hmm. And uh I forget. He said something mean to me, and I laughed. And he said, "Yeah, keep laughing, you fucking maggot, but not maggot." Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, whenever I did like poorly in game or laugh, people were typing that, "Keep laughing, you fucking maggot." So I read that. I read it out loud, and mm-hmm. uh, that got me banned for a week. So don't, yeah, don't say that. So like, that's the that's the exact argument, though, is that you were you were quote like you were quoting a word that probably shouldn't be said on Twitch, but you were, you weren't, there wasn't an intent to hurt yeah. a, a gay yeah. person. Like that wasn't, it was, it a, was. it's a quote like, it, to fucking 10 years ago. It's like a meme from a one V one, right? The wings one V one is a legendary YouTube event. That, that <laughs> yeah. will get you banned, but she's literally by definition, like poisoning her cat on stream. You know what I mean? Like it might not seem I mean, that bad, but there's a balance to that, right? So it's like yeah. YouTube does most of its enforcement with algorithms, right? They try to maintain mm-hmm. a low amount of staff and they, they write computer programmers that look at this huge amount of content that comes on YouTube. The downside is I feel like it kind of sucks. Like they do yeah. text to speech and if they see the word Corona or something, then your video gets demonetized yeah. and which happens like every week guys. <laughs> and uh, um, then, so that's like, YouTube does it. With Twitch, mm. on the other hand, they have humans. And these humans watch the clip and they consider the context. And, you know, they might view you through a different lens, blame truth, because you've been doing this for a decade than they would a new guy and, yeah. and maybe give you a little more rope or, or something. And uh, on the other hand, when you have humans do it, it feels like a really uneven enforcement policy. And I don't, nah. you'll never make everyone happy. I kind of like Twitches more, even though I've been banned. I, I, I kind of like... <laughs> I do too, but it, it it's one system that I feel... See, I feel, I feel like I'm biased because I haven't had much trouble. Like, technically speaking, I could get in trouble for bringing up Alinity and saying how Twitch should ban her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I could get in serious shit for that. I haven't. So I do lean on the side of Twitch, but that's because I feel like, in a way... In just some weird way, I have that like veteran special treatment because I've been on the platform for six years. I thought know? that previous to my one week ban. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm just waiting I, for my first one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I still get comments in my chat like, "What are you? We're all still surprised you got banned before Taylor." <laughs> yeah. And I, I got a lot of clever motherfuckers coming up with ways. I'll be like, "Thanks for the donation." Almost slipped one in there. Slip on past the goalie. <laughs> uh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it. It seems like kind of a normal part of being a Twitch partner, getting suspended every so often. Yeah, happens. It does. Yeah. Uh, Unless you're like, like Mr. Family Friendly, but I don't think that's any of us. No, not uh, even me. I said my. I think mm-hmm. all all of us set our streams, so it's like mature only, right? I have, and every time I don't know. Taylor raids me, I'm like, "Hey, you guys can say retard here," and they're like <laughs> shocked. They're like, "We can?" I'm like, "Yeah, I don't care." Oh, they fill up my chat with retard constantly. <laughs> <laughs> the other word, though, no gamer words. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, have that one, I have that one blocked i think in chat Global is it the one that starts with r and ends with ape is that the one we're all talking about oh no, no like uh 
the n-word and f uh how, how do you how do you slur f word f maggot f maggot maggot oh there's also a bundle of sticks that neither of those are cool yeah all of those are like auto banned on twitch but like it doesn't auto ban if they throw in three extra g's and an extra r right yeah Yeah. my chat knows how to get past dude my banned words list looks hilarious (laughs) i I wish i could take a screenshot of all of the variations of those words that i've banned because it's just and like at some point you feel like you're being naughty it's like i'm getting away with typing all of this on twitch right yeah (laughs) entering it in and they know i am but i mean that seems to be the smart way to do it like better too much than too little when it comes to that you do not seem to be forgiven at all even like if someone does drop one and gets past the goal they were instead like like they'll throw it a, a four for an A or or something like that. Like how I many G's be- do we put in maggot? Okay. <laughs> I, I, have, I have a band up to seven. <laughs> <laughs> now I know the trick. It's funny, <laughs> it's funny but yeah, I, I, I've done the same thing. I even banned, I think, um, stuff like Nigeria and uh, Nigeria. misspellings. Yeah, like misspellings of maggot. <laughs> Country. Where it's like with an E, you know, I had to ban all that stuff when I first started. Ooh, yeah. Niger, Nigeria. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah no, you... Why why you... do you not represent my interest in your chat? <laughs> yeah. From and one day a like... Nigerian's gonna come along and be legitimately offended. <laughs> probably. I'm gonna get canceled over that, probably. Yeah, yeah. To... Twitch streamer removes yeah. ability of Nigerian fans. <laughs> <laughs> How do we is write the N word in chat? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh no, we call Nigeria. <laughs> in the in the UK, there is actually like a dish called a faggot. Whoa, um, really? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's uh the meatballs. Uh, so you can you can get faggots. Um, Are they good? Uh, I haven't. Can't say I've had them too many times. I don't remember disliking them so i i think it must have been all right but uh yeah very very british dish if i recall and um this, and yeah the, you're right it says that it says you asked for it now made with more sauce mr brains for pork faggots interesting <laughs> so if someone wants to wants to do like cookery on twitch and they, they have to make some faggots <laughs> what what is the solution you know honestly the solution the solution, I think, is just to go with the flow and maybe, I don't know, go with the flow. And because, I mean, in that context, I think it's fine. Of course, it's like, it's I don't think, I don't think Woody should have been banned for his context either because he's, no. he's like, it's like a meme. There was no hate in there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's like, no, there's no hateful intent. Yeah. No, then, I actually, no. there's a Twitch mod. I think her name is Deer. Did I get that right? Is yeah, it the beard, but orgasm? I, th- I think she. I think she uh, stood stood down. If I recall, oh, okay. Controversy. Okay. I sometimes she just was... put myself in her headspace and think, would she be mad at this? Like, the... but I think that's. I, I think that's a complicated yeah, thing, though. So because <laughs> obviously there are some people um, who who don't who don't want to like hear the word used in in a broader sense of context for me personally i don't want to hear the word used uh with intent to harm with intent to hurt i don't think it's a i don't personally mind if it's being quoted yeah and and obviously i'm i can't speak for 
for every every person in the LGBT community, but neither can 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 she. But they just have to take up a policy that they enforce consistently. And I guess on in that instance, you were on the wrong side of it, which yeah. is obviously a shame. And we can we can lament and say, okay, well in an ideal world i guess they should have approached that dif- differently and maybe you can even try and have a philosophical discussion about it one day with with someone but unfortunately with these things they just have to be consistent and um they've sided on the more broader sense of a- the a- application of the word yeah all these social media platforms are horrific at consistency as far as terms of service they're awful yeah, yeah. because at the end of the day you know, they include in their terms of service intentionally ways. So it's like, also, if I don't like your hair color, fuck you, you're out of here. Like that's a, that's by design so that if ever they see an account that's saying something that they really disagree with or that they really dislike or that they don't like, and it doesn't, you know, break their terms of service, they can always shoehorn something in. And and all sites do that. All of them. It's a way to ensure they have total control and and the ability to censor anyone on the planet for any reason. It is. It's po- it's policy, it's it's media, it's PR, it's all it's all that jazz that makes them look appealing, I suppose, to as many people as possible. And um <clears throat> that means particularly in the modern era online, it means erring on the side of great caution and um very, very, very strict that, that is that is the uh, that is the wall that these companies hide behind is we're getting rid of this content because it makes it unsafe for advertisers. Really, really, because I have extensive experience advertising on all of these platforms. And I know for a fact you can expressly say, I do not want ads here. I do not want ads here. I oh, want ads with the- here. And, and so when they say, well, uh, fucking uh, Procter & Gamble is going to pull advertising unless we get rid of these these channels that say things that we don't like. It's like, no, they're not. Are you stupid? Like they're going to go to channels that they find that are good that they yeah, advertise if, on, I'm, and it, it's it's an it's a pussy way of these companies being able to censor and then have a quick no no it's actually for the money really that's interesting uh, because right now that, I didn't even watch a show but Tucker Carlson is the most popular show on cable news far and away far and away and so if people were looking for bang for their buck as far as advertising a product Tucker makes a lot of sense right now makes a lot of sense especially mm-hmm. because. Having advertisers drop, which means inventory is coming up, which means price is going to go down. That's smart. That's a good move. Who gives a fuck about politics? If you're working for a company, you just want your product or your service in front of eyeballs. That's it. But it's not about the money. It's about the ideological component. That's why companies that would otherwise be making good amounts of money, like Sandals Resorts or whatever, advertising on a show like Tucker's, don't. And, yeah. and it's not because of any sort of organic up uh, uprising from consumers. I know this. I work in the consumer products business. Consumers don't give a fuck. They don't mm-hmm. care. They if if Woody if if your favorite <laughs> paramotor company advertised on the Hallmark Channel, and for some reason you're like, I fucking hate the Hallmark Channel so much. I will not support anyone who advertises on the Hallmark Channel. Would you ever know? Would I know? I probably wouldn't know. But you, you picked something that I... I, I thought oh. you were going to go in another direction, so let me answer that too. I probably wouldn't know because you picked something that I'm so into. But um, would it divert my... I just wouldn't miss any news about it. Um, um, but but like uh, commercials on the Hallmark Channel for paramotor stuff. I you would, would have no idea dude, the connection between the two. That, 
you just picked the wrong thing because it would okay. show up on yeah. Facebook. Can you guys believe there's a Dodge commercial with the paramotor in it? We're all crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so pick the one wrong thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But if but if I was into like I don't know Dawn or something, and it and it they advertised in a thing, I wouldn't I wouldn't know, wouldn't care, wouldn't 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the other side of it is like it depends on how passionate I'm about the product, right? So so let's say that I'm one of those fools who thinks that Palm Olive is decent. Um, <laughs> If Dawn did the wrong thing, I might switch to Palm Olive and be like, you know what? Fuck Dawn. They go too far. Or Home Depot and Lowe's, right? Like if you bleed Democrat and you know that Home Depot bleeds Republican, then you might be like, fuck it. I guess I'll go to Lowe's. That's a tiebreaker for me in, in some yeah. products. But then there are other products where I'm passionate about. Ozone wings could advertise that that's a paramotor thing. They, you know, they, they could advertise on Satan's show. And I'd be like, yeah, but... But they're good. Yeah. See, and that's like you're led to believe that way more people are invested about where companies they purchase products from or use services from or advertising and trying to get their name out there. Like most people don't give a shit. And so all of these like, oh, my God, sandals or Carnival Cruise, you got to pull your 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 budget out of X, Y, Z and put it over here or you're going to lose a bunch of customers. It's it's a complete falsehood. My point is that I know from being in the industry and seeing this shit all of these like big complaints, it's AstroTurf. There's a couple of organizations yeah. that their entire purpose is to freak brands out and yeah. artificially augment messages. Like Sleeping Giants is a great example. That's that's an organization that AstroTurf's campaigns like this against certain products that they if they don't like or they advertise. And so like my thing is is when so they I, use that as an excuse, it's like, no, you're, you're fucking lying. You're I'm, trying to hide ideology behind profitability, and it's not accurate. I've got I, one. I think with, do you want to go? Oh, sorry. I think, yeah, no, I just got to reply on this. Um, with YouTube in particular, I think they've just got very, very nervous. They are cowards. And I think that's the biggest thing, that YouTube are massive fucking cowards. And they just fail often to kind of... Uh, apply policy effectively because obviously there's the the apocalypse and there was the apocalypse again and instead just, of just more channels yeah just a couple of days ago you know they instead of just just responding specifically to what people were concerned about even though i personally thought it was blown out of proportion um I, I instead of responding you know... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. They, sorry, they, they, they enact these huge, broad policies to try and make sure that there's just nothing that could possibly happen. But in doing that, they actually harm a lot of legitimately important and uh, necessary conversation in a lot on a lot of sensitive topics. They have a demonetized list now of things that you can't talk about and. Yeah. One of these, t- one of these areas. That you can't is- talk. C- CBS, NBC, Fox, CNN. All those accounts can talk about it ad nauseum as much mm-hmm. as they want. I want to say my thing, Taylor. I- I- yeah. the, the one example that I come up with, and I want to hear your opinion on it as a subject matter expert. Chick Fil A, right? I can't think of another company associated with like gay hate as much as Chick Fil A. Everyone calls them hate chicken, etc. But they're still doing pretty well. I don't know about COVID now, but let's talk about the the overarching. I I, I don't think anyone heard you because we were talking at the same time. But um, uh, so so I guess that's it. Render your opinion on Chick Fil A. They're doing super well, but they're also kind of tainted. Talk. Chick Fil A is exactly what I'm talking about. How many times 
have these astroturfed nonsense campaigns gotten a bunch of Twitter bots to go after Chick-fil-A on Twitter or, or YouTube or wherever they're advertising. And yo, you, you hate gays. You hate X, Y, Z. You're, you're evil. You're a bigot. You're a homophobe. Nobody eat a Chick-fil-A. Go to fucking Burger King instead. And time and time again, they are the most successful fast food place because wouldn't you know it, they have great service and their food tastes good. It's objectively better than most fast food places. I'm sorry, it just is. That's why they do so well. And so that's a perfect example of a company that for the longest time, recently they folded and like and, and reneged on all the all the uh, the gay stuff. Or, you know, I don't even think it was uh, obtusely gay it stuff. Was, I think I mean, it was, it was it wasn't gay stuff. It was more like, oh, they donate to the Red Cross or the Salvation Army, and that's a religious uh, you know, yeah. uh, institution, and, they, and that religious charity believes this about gays or whatever and so chick-fil-a is an excellent example of how these astroturf campaigns they're they're not re- the In- what worst thing you can possibly do and i cannot believe i fucking know this better than execs at at these companies that are responding to online hate the yeah. only way to win is not to play you do not engage you do not have a pr arm that talks to people who say you're racist, you're sexist, you're this, you're that. Continue to make your product. Continue to perform your service. Do not let yourself get mired down in nonsense. And a lot of these enormous companies apparently think if we make this statement, everybody's going to go, oh, actually, TGI Fridays is like woke. They can come to the cookout. It's like, no, shut the fuck up, retard. Don't engage. The only way to win is not to play when it comes to most of this stuff. And so, uh, And so really – Back to the YouTube thing, and I, I think, James, you were saying that they're cowards. I would disagree there. I would say that they value the ideological and speech control they have much, much more than they value the money itself. You think Google needs more money? They have more money than God. They're fine. But what they do want is to make sure they have a secured monopoly on the transition from media, from traditional into digital. And that's what they're doing. They're making it so that they are going to be the natural transition. There. And, and that's what they say that inter- again. Transition from what to what? So the writing's on the wall that traditional media is is dripping into digital Shrinking. and YouTube has the writing on, they know. And so YouTube wants to have it established that when that continues to mm, digital up, traditional down, they have all the cards in their hand. And so what's more valuable? A little bit more profit now because you allow popular you know, uh, channels that you dislike to advertise or make sure that you have the market cornered for, I don't know, eternity. Once everything else has failed to the point that you because anyone who thinks that there is any possibility that a competitor to YouTube can emerge is an idiot. There, there is no possibility. Everyone's there. There's no way to stop it. That's that's why, like, there's got to be some fucking legislation that controls the extent to which these companies can censor you, because in 2020, YouTube, Facebook, Google, Instagram, Twitter, these are the speech. These are the public square. At this point, this is where people engage, where they share the, you know, the, the ideas of, that they have and their ide- ideologies and everything. And so, like, I, I used to be way more libertarian about things where it's like, you know, any company can do whatever they want for any reason. But now I'm more like, no, like, if we want to protect free speech in any possible way, we need to make sure that even unpopular opinions are protected online. Like, it's, you can't let them be shutting shit down like this. It's an interesting debate. I, I think about this stuff from time to time. It, so the argument is that, like, if a company gets big enough, if the platform becomes better yet important enough, like YouTube has, that it changes from some bakery able to discriminate against making gay wedding cakes 
to almost like a fundamental human right, a utility. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> and then YouTube generally doesn't get sued for the content on it because they try to make themselves like the phone company, right? No one takes the phone, holds them responsible for our conversations, but everyone holds the newspaper responsible for what they say because they are the curators of that content. Yeah. YouTube is somewhere in the middle. So is Facebook and Reddit and more. Um, so like they kind of want the benefits of both worlds where Reddit's not responsible for what I type, but on the other hand, they got rid of uh jailbait or you know, whatever, yeah. you know, but also I'm going to get rid of political subs. I don't like, and I'm going to have an algorithm that pushes the things I do like to the front page, but I'm also not a curator. I'm a public that you're right. Like that, that they're trying to have their cake and eat it too. A lot of these companies. Yes. And it's, and they can because some of them are some of the largest donors. Politicians. <laughs> so they're going to continue to do whatever the fuck they want. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I do wonder if YouTube will ever get be like, you know, because MySpace was never going to get knocked off and eBay was never going to get knocked off. And now Facebook and YouTube are never going to get knocked off. But who knows, right? I don't think TikTok's going to replace YouTube. I, I don't have, there's no one on the mm. horizon right now that I see doing it. But I could see YouTube replacing Twitch, not in the near term. But if you were to tell me that, you know, it happens in the next 10 years, I'd be like, yeah, it could be. That, that's one I could absolutely see. Uh, I see it in the opposite direction, actually. Where I, YouTube I, never I would, goes live and Twitch dominates live content? YouTube, yeah. Um, I could see that. I could see YouTube Facebook just getting has live. Missed, YouTube just missed the ball on live streaming so much over the past I can't years. tell you why. From a technical standpoint, I feel like they're as good or better. I can tell you why. It's because there's no... When you go to Twitch, it has this certain personality and flavor to it where you have like the dark purple you know you have the very uh i guess memorable emotes like if i say pog champ you know what that is you know you go to youtube it's got none of that shit it's this generic white you know um google-esque branding and the same goes for facebook they have no like personality i guess is the term like there's no hook you know uh the the super chat system is trash youtube Ooh. actually gets 30 percent of every super chat whereas on twitch you get all of the bits the customer pays for the upcharge that twitch gets and it's less than 30 percent that's a but big one i get way more i don't know about you guys i get way more money in money donations than i do in bits by a huge amount oh by uh, it's bits. about 50 50 it's about i get for me. if i got the most out of something it'd probably be subs Mm-hmm. A lot of subs too. Yeah, people don't donate to me very much, <laughs> but they do oh. sub sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I I had a sub war on my channel just two days ago, and every, every once in a while, like people will donate so much. It's like, hey man, like uh, make sure you got all your bases covered. Uh, <laughs> I did that yesterday. Yeah, well, one guy, guy dropped fifty, two. and then another guy sent in seventy five subs, and then. The third guy was like, "I'm going 100. Fuck you!" And it was like, "This is this is this is too many for me playing Red Dead, pretending to be a, a, a an old Western guy." I had I my had first someone... sub war ever this week, and uh, I was playing with other people, and they were like chiming them on, like, "Yeah, 
Matthew, uh, Vice over there has a bigger dick than you. And then, like, you know, and I'm not saying any of this. I'm just like, oh, like this is really, really cool. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but my numbers are smaller than yours. I think the guy that won maybe had 80 subs, you know, whereas yours is like, oh, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is a lot. Um, yeah. That's a, like, if I, if I get 80 subs over an entire stream, that's a good stream. Yeah. That, that sub war, no, that night, I should say, was like 20% of all my subs ever. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I don't get a ton. Like, you know, maybe we could do something here. Let's get this. <laughs> but yeah, I'm grateful. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, oh, <laughs> Joe Biden, they asked him how he was going to like unify the country so we weren't so divided. He didn't answer well. He does this thing where he looks into space and takes like 15 seconds to think about what he's going to say. And and I like I, I try to like figure it out in my head. Like what is happening here? Why he he's still looking and I think that he's replaced his stutter with contemplation. But it's still like in the context of senile old, old dude, it's like, no, 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 guys, guys, put him back in the basement. He was doing great. But, you know, just pop on some Looney Tunes. I'm sure the old man loves them. Alzheimer'd you know? out. It is, they, you can tell his handlers are like, and people supporting him are like, wishing, like, dude, come on, five more months. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then he says like oh we're canceling rallies because of coronavirus and you just know the whole team's like not have come at a better time <laughs> i know i guarantee at one point at a rally he would have walked out there and started talking and one of his teamsters would have had to walk out and turn him towards the crowd <laughs> he's, dude he's, he's, mind all re-elections are about the incumbent right they're usually voting yes or no on the guy who currently has the job this one i feel like is triple the norm you know it's really not about biden whereas it's about trump yeah yeah it, this one's all about trump and biden's strategy of doing nothing and you know, <laughs> letting trump do things he knows that's a smart strategy it's, do you think the media is going to come up with a really big Oh, Biden sucks narrative. No, no, they're, they're in his corner. For it's the most a smart part. strategy against like, it's a smart strategy against Trump. It's a brilliant strategy when your candidate is Biden. It's, you know, it's really the way to go. Biden, less, go, is, less is more, less is more. Yeah. If, if, uh, he, if he to the election without shitting his pants publicly, it's a win. A win. <laughs> That's in a landslide. <laughs> yeah. I hope they don't allow the mail-in voting because that seems very skeevy, very easy to cheat. But if they, even if they don't, he's fucked. Yeah, Trump, Trump's done. If if he can, if Biden can make it there and like not vomit on himself or like have spittle on himself. <laughs> the voting thing is very tricky for me, right? So I'm I'm all over the map on this, and I struggle to reconcile my thoughts. Republicans absolutely have a. Fewer votes is better for us strategy, right? So they'll be like, yeah, we need an ID in there. You can't mail in your vote. Uh, you can't have a month to vote, right? Like some states, they, they, you know, pre-voting, like pre, like mm -hmm. some like half their votes are in by voting day, you know? And then the other half happen on actual election day. Uh, and the Democrats are always trying to make it easy to vote because that works to their advantage. 
and the Republicans are always trying to make it. Citizenship. And the Republicans, uh, that's anyway, the Republicans are trying to make it difficult to vote because they always do well in low turnout elections. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, and maybe Blame Tooth remembers this too, in North Carolina, there was a mail-in or an absentee ballot fraud that happened Mm -hmm. for us just recently. It was the Republicans that did it. That doesn't fit their narrative, but it happened. We're fake, I saw. Yeah, a ton of yeah. They they literally just threw away the votes from Democratic areas and and like if you look, I think it was yeah, it was a statewide election or no, it was a House of Rep thing. But anyway, this there was a statistical anomaly, which is how they discovered it. They're like, whoa, suddenly in this one area, the guy won by eighty nine percent. Like that's weird. And um, like they caught it, they looked it up, they found the people that paid for it, they found the people that did it. There are people in jail right now about it. It's not like a woody conspiracy theory. There was an absentee ballot fraud in North Carolina, and it cost us a federal representative. Absolutely, yeah. So I'm like, guys, you any policy which is about limiting voter turnout is on my immor- immorality scale. On the other hand. But there is a real problem about fraud with the mail-in stuff. I need to just have a day. Just make it a holiday and everybody's off work. <laughs> I like the just- holiday idea. The Republicans never would be. I also like the voting period idea. Give people three weeks to vote or two weeks. I don't know. It doesn't have to be super duper long. But uh, if the polling places were just open after work and you could stroll in any time, I would be down for that. That'd be nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like the mail-in mm-hmm. thing Like, doesn't... Well, first of all, you're exactly right. The, they they cheated there in your home state, but it does not pass the smell test. It's like that people are gonna fuck with this shit, and that's not good. We don't want like it's it's not even a guess of if people will fuck with it. If they fucked with one house seat in North Carolina, you don't think they're gonna be doing a bunch of nonsense on the presidential election? So it's really mm-hmm. not a are they, is this gonna be abused? It's a to what extent is this gonna be abused, and real realistically, how many of these people will be caught? Probably think about what's at stake. Right. Like, like yeah. um, the motivations of the people who would want to fuck with an American election could be ginormous. Right. You might at first be thinking like, oh, Hillary Clinton and her band of thieves will fuck with you. No, you're thinking small. Think China or Russia or I don't know, England or it doesn't matter who, but entire nation states might want to fuck with the our electoral process. You know, someone's going to come along who hates Australia for some reason, and they'll have every motivation to don't put in $3 billion towards impacting the outcome of our election. Like they, There are giant actors with huge stakes in this. Uh, someone will fuck with it. That billionaire contributions in 2010, like, I mean, that was a midterm. That was a midterm, yeah. yeah. It was $32 million. Compared to the 2018 midterm, 610 million. Can you say those numbers again? 32 million in 2010 midterm, over 600 million in 2018. And so, like, it's hilarious that we still think voting matters at all. Like, this is a total, we we just live in an oligarchy. Like, it's the, like, these people, like, the Republicans and the Democrats will stand up, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna change this. I'm gonna change that. It's like, bitch, both of your highest donors are like the same people. Like, as soon as you get through it, you're going to give lip service and like little nonsense things. That's what you'll notice. The Republicans almost always win economically. They'll lose sometimes. But at the end of the day, the system is set so that the highest donors, the Koch brothers, the fucking Sheldon Adelsons, the, you know, the, the whoever, they're going to get their cheap labor. They're going to get the, the big immigration waves they want to drive down middle class wages and to get their own shit. Republicans tend to win economically. Socially, Republicans have not won a battle 
in 70 years. They lost gay marriage. They lost abortion. They lose the church and religiosity in schools. They lose fucking everything. Meanwhile, the Democrats, you got almost the flip side, where economically the Democrats are, hey, give us health care. We pay so much. Give us health care. They're not winning on any of that shit for the most part. Every once in a while, a little Obamacare sneaks through, but it's never what they want. Meanwhile, socially, Democrats have won every single battle for decades. Everything they want, they get, and they push it further every time. And so it's like, no matter who you get, the same paradigm is going to exist because at the end of the day, they're not looking to serve you. They're looking to serve the, the smaller group of donors that support all of them. I'm about to make the easiest prediction in the world. If the Democrats win and take the White House, the Republicans will become fiscal conservatives again. They will become fiscal conservatives again, and they'll become emboldened. The Republicans are fucking losers. They're losers. What have they won, realistically? Even now, with Trump and all They have the executive branch. They have the judicial branch. I'm not saying losers as far as the elections. I'm saying losers as far as getting anything done. Trump has done fuck all. Corporate tax cuts? I was going to say, other than tax cuts for wealthy corporations and moving a fucking embassy in Israel, who cares? What else has he done? He's he, that's why he he's made America himself. great. <laughs> yeah, <Trump card>. <laughs> <laughs> immigration still out of control. Middle class wages are still down as they have been for decades. Like it, he hasn't done anything, and that's why his support's waning. Uh, so it, it's just it's frustrating to watch, knowing that no matter who wins, it's going to be mostly more of the same. Like, and, and Republicans are are just embarrassing losers. They really are. Take a Republican right now is further to the left on every social issue than Obama was ten years ago, by far. By far, Republicans lose on everything when it comes to social. Uh, issues and things. And, and you know what I'm saying, right? Like Obama in 2008, oh, no, 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 traditional marriage, traditional marriage. And now you got people like uh, uh, you know, Ted Cruz or whatever being like, Democrats are the real homophobes. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like you're, you're a cringe idiot. Actually, you're not an idiot. You're a liar. You know exactly what you're doing, Ted Cruz. When these people do these things, it's calculated, it's PR. It's just we're all watching kabuki theater nonsense and expected to take it seriously when really, no matter what happens, the same group of really rich elites is going to get what they want no matter what. Your argument assumes I know what kabuki theater is. (laughs) 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 Joke's on you, Taylor. (laughs) But anyway, that that was my little ill-informed rant. What's the first letter in kabuki? K. K. Kabuki. Yeah. So anyway, hopefully a little bit of that was cogent. I'm just I'm exhausted by watching all of that. Was a nice that was a nice little tangent. Yeah, I mean it, it really is. It's it's just exhausting. I, I I hate the Republicans and the Democrats so so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. So you're the second person I've seen who I would say leans right, who says Republicans don't get what they want and that their leaders leaders are not as strong as they wish they were. And I find that interesting because not that I'm really a Democrat or whatever, but I lean left compared to most people on the, the, the other guys on the show. And I feel like the Democrats are the weak ones. We're the ones who don't win anything. We're the ones who you know, the court's been stacked with the other side. Like, what if we got, a, a, like you said, a little thing in Obamacare, which basically means you have to buy health insurance. And then what else? What if, what if Democrats? That, that's what I'm saying is that it's it's different sides. Republicans will tout economic shit. 
oh, we got corporate tax cuts. We won on this one. Rah, rah, shish, boom, bah. Uh, what, what about middle class wages? What about shutting down immigration so that we can start to get our wages up? And, and you know, big billionaires can't hire subpar labor or sub, you know, sub rate labor. No, no, we, we lost on that again. Shit. Uh, it turns out the Coke <laughs> gave us $50 billion and so we won open waters kind of. Uh, but, but yeah, tax cuts for <laughs> Coke Brothers corporations. That's sick. That's what the Republicans tout because the Republicans lose every social battle. Like I said, the Democrats tout. I'm glad hey, they lose every now, social battle. Now we get, <laughs> uh, now we get um, uh, 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 trans rights for this and uh, oh, uh, gay this, gay that, uh, uh, you know, abortion, whatever it is. They'll tout those as their winners. Economically, Democrats never win. It's they funny really win because it's all built into the same pie. It's all baked in. It's it's, it's meant to be this way. It's the funny you should mention all this. Too far. Picture it like a fence. Here's the Republicans. Here's the Democrats. The donors make sure uh, 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 the right doesn't get too far right, and uh, 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 the left doesn't get too far left. They live in this little milieu of acceptability for elite people who donate, and so the, it, it's just it's silly. It's so funny think, you should mention all that because. Uh, I've I've been saying for the past like year, anytime anytime I comp, like comment on a social issue or any any sort of issue, I say, guys, I'm like, I don't consider myself a Republican or a Democrat, and I think that both of the far ends of the spectrum, they're fucking insane or just stupid. Um, and I I was thinking today, and that little tangent kind of <laughs> reminded me. I was like, what's worse? Um, you know, like a, a Republican led like regime where people go out and fucking like lick doorknobs and hug each other during during Corona, you know, and like breathe on each other or like the deergasm lady from Twitch being elected president or some shit, you know, she's cool. I'm fine with her. Are you being serious? Isn't she a mod? Oh yeah, I do like her. <laughs> but I was like, "What's what's gonna be worse?" Like you know, because they're both fucking insane. Yeah, yeah I, it won't matter. More of the same. Yeah, yeah. It, it'll all, all that'll happen is if Biden gets elected, it'll be taken as a referendum on Trump and saying that, uh, "Oh, now uh, this has been a, a a total rejection of of Trump by the American people," and so then the left will move further left socially very quickly economically not that quickly because like i said they're they're you know the donors don't want that shit and if trump wins i don't even know what'll happen because he's not it'll continue nothing to will be, happen nothing will happen it'll continue to him be him just being like he'll uh, spend the here. next four years talking about how great his win was that's what will happen <laughs> 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 kushner runs the country people this is the first time in the history of america a president of one re-election. <laughs> this is the first time. I honestly, I haven't looked at anything in the last four years. I've, I've let Jared run the whole entire thing. How's, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fuck Jared Kushner. Fuck Ivanka. Those people suck. <laughs> suck. Uh, I think Fuck it was... Fuck, he doesn't do anything. Eric Trump, this is a couple of years ago, but he tweeted that he hates disloyal people. <laughs> it was fucking like the reply to it was your dad's cheated on every woman he's been with including your mom sit this one out I'm like yeah <laughs> 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 that's yeah, good Trump boys need to shut their asses up about things it, it's just uh, I, I'm, I'm done done with them done with them yeah we'll see I, I think Biden can win if he can just stay off camera 
I feel moment. I feel like no matter who wins, it's gonna be just another meme president for the next four years. You know, because like Biden's gonna have the fucking they're gonna they're gonna it's gonna like be forgetful it, Biden memes or whatever or Stutter and Joe or whatever they call them. Um, you know what I mean? Like it's all just memes at this point. <laughs> like, vice president will be the de facto president. I, I don't know. I think his cabinet and like it, maybe not the the VP always gets shoved in a corner and ignored after the election. Not situation not when when Joe's drooling on a fucking lollipop in the corner wearing a bib and Kamala <laughs> or whoever he picks is is running the show. That, that's what I imagine happening, but who knows? We'll know see. Yeah, Trump would lose bad in 2016. I was wrong as shit about that. So, so I, you thought Trump would lose bad? I thought Trump was going to get absolutely blown out in 2016, and then he oh, won. Oh, I, you said 16. I thought 20, and that's why I was confused. Uh, yeah, um, no, he, he will get blown out this time. I would bet my bottom dollar. He and he win. actually lost the popular vote, right? I do yeah. believe he lost the popular vote and still won. Yeah, by three or four percent, he lost. But that's not how you win. Yeah, yep. gotta gotta count other stuff. So we do not have any pollsters, Woody. If you want to, does he pollsters? It was pretty close. I'm taking it. It counts. It's it's, it's our it's very late for me. It's 10:20 at night. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, blame truth. Anything mm-hmm. you want to shout out before we go? Uh, follow me on my Instagram. It's Red Hot Stove Austin, like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Red Hot Stove Austin. I'm trying to build it up because <laughs> the bigger I get it, um, the more girls slide in my DMs. So follow me on there Instagram. Red oh, Hot yeah. Stove Austin. Right That's opinion. I, we're hey. gonna find your shit. Sorry, we're keeping you up until the morning time. Yeah, it's late for yeah, you probably. Yeah, shout out to my fucking bed. I'm gonna fucking <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker hard soon. I swear. Um, no, well, my channel it's on YouTube. I deactivated most of my socials recently because my Instagram still up, but I don't use it that much. But that's the dot right dot opinion. So there you go. Um, but everything else is, I think, down pretty much right now. But there you go. Uh, hopefully, people will be able to find me. I'm not too elusive. Very yeah, good. I'm sure a lot of people will check your shit out. Very high effort vids. Very good. Yeah, I'll check it out for sure. Listen Thanks. to it like a podcast uh, probably tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, no, I appreciate that a lot, man. I hope hope you enjoy. It. I'm gonna yeah. die now. All right. Man, you sound tired. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on, Right Opinion. And it's okay. Thank, thank you so much for shitting for us at the last. Yeah, second. no problem. Thanks for all the hosts, man. I I owed you, like I said. Thanks for the. No worries at all. Taylor, making it game. happen. All right, <laughs> four ninety eight.